Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to LoveSportRadio.com for all the latest podcasts, news, and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. You are listening to the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport with me, Charlie Hawkins. And I'm glad to say I've been joined by the boys from the last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jamie Brown are all in the studio. And I've got to say, they're all in the studio. They're making a bit of noise. There's a bit of energy about the place. Lee looks like he's just auditioned for Miami Vice. We're feeling good. <laughs> he's looking suave. He's looking fresh. If I could give you a visual aid, he's got a lovely suit on three-piece, Lee. Three-piece, mate, going for the three-piece. I don't and expect any less from you. 27 degrees outside, Charlie. If a man can pull yeah. it off, you can. Do you get what I'm saying? I can pull most things off. And the, suit, <laughs> the suit is definitely one of them. Pull off some transfers then. Come on, Lee. Yeah. God, <laughs> well, as Ricky just alluded to there, that is not the only breaking news in the studio because... We had a whole show planned tonight, but breaking news for Spurs, they are in talks with Bruno Fernandes. It's looking like that deal could get over the line. Will United swoop in? Will Tottenham finally seal the deal? We're hoping that Spurs can get this deal done and what a deal that would be before the deadline day. But before we get into that a little bit more, we have to keep our house in order. We are talking about a few things. Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. The boys have done it. We said last week, let's get over the line. Let's win a trophy. Audi <laughs> Cup. I think it does count. I think you might have just picked me up singing about the Audi Cup before, before we come on air. Look, I think it's I think it's fantastic. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, lads. Uh, how are you? Yeah, not all bad. Good. All, good. Good. All, good. all good. Yeah, so um, I, think it, I think it's, look, I think there's a little bit of jest in there and all that sort of stuff. I'm not taking it too mm. seriously. But the fact of the matter is, it's not as if we beat, you know, Scunthorpe United on the way to it. We beat Real Madrid. We beat Bayern Munich yep. in pre-season. We've, um, we, we've, we've got some good scabs. We've got another tough game coming up at, um, uh, at the lane at the weekend mm. into Milan. So, uh, you know, we've played some big teams, haven't we? We've done, done pretty well. It's pre-season, look, at the end mm. of the yeah. day. But look, it's confidence, isn't it? Yeah. 
I, I think th- I think that's exactly what it is. It gives a lot of confidence. I mean, we've beaten the like you know beat some very big teams this summer, so I certainly do think that it's going to give us confidence going into the new season. Yeah, Jamie, as pre-season go. You've not stayed local and played Colchester <laughs> and Canvey Island. You've you've sort of you've mixed it with a, the big European giants, and you've like Lee said there, you've you've picked up some fantastic wins. Juventus three two. You beat Real Madrid. I mean, you beat Bayern Munich. This is this has been a good pre-season, no? Mm, it breeds confidence as well to play these kind of teams in pre-season is great. And I think the only disappointment has been the injury to Juan Foyth who we don't know anything about him at the moment, how bad that injury is. And Maurizio, as he's been trying him out at right back, it's interesting to see really what's going to happen with the situation if it does force Spurs really? into the transfer what, market. Hang on a minute. Are you getting me started already? You, <laughs> boys, you boys, three <laughs> days ago, were telling me if we have one point at right back, you are going to absolutely go mad. Twitch is going to go up to me. Mr. McQueen, I did not say that. You're going to that Twitter feed. Oh my word. It is absolutely ridiculous. Who's been crying out for fullback? Wayne Foyth gets stretched off and everyone's like, oh no, what about Wayne Foyth? So hang on a minute. Two days ago, everyone's telling me that he's he should nowhere near be that right back. We've got to go and spend 500 million on a right back. The gloves are off. I've got a feeling tonight <laughs> I'm going to need to be ref, umpire, adjudicator. I'm in the lot. middle of Jamie tonight <laughs> and also Rick, the lovely two boys. But so, so, yeah. some of the stuff come out this week, lads, no. on these transfers. Yeah. I'm sure Lee, we'll don't worry. I'll it. make it a fair fight. We'll make it two on two. Don't worry about that. <laughs> wherever, wherever there's an underdog, I am with you. But you did mention then on, last week, you were speaking about win backs. You were saying this is an area that we feel we're not, not this week, but it's an area that we do need to strengthen. Mm. That is maybe the floor in the side. Now that he's gone down injured are you worried even more Rick? Massively worried I put it out again on Twitter the other night and I seem to got shouted down by being told I'm negative but I'm just being a realist if Tottenham want to compete for the Premier League which I think that's what we should be doing now we've just got to a Champions League final kept the manager bought Tungoy and Dembele who should be a mm. guy that you're looking to build your squad around if you compare Spurs' fullbacks in comparison to Man City's and Liverpool and don't get me wrong there are stars that come out of teams you know we see Robertson you know that come out of Liverpool and the young players that come through there I'm just massively concerned that we're just not ready yet for the start of the season and there's seven days to eight days to go over transfer window. Mm. We need to start acting like a big club. You don't want to keep leaving your business this late if you genuinely want to try and compete for the league. Mm. It's not good enough. Well, let's just take it back 12 months then. You're saying you're not ready for this Premier League season. Last year you had a, an empty window. You didn't buy anyone and you had a great season. So surely you're in a better place than you were last year. And you, People were saying that maybe you wasn't ready last year and you ended up having a great season. Could this not be the case this year? Possibly, but... I think we've only signed one player, and, and this was slightly disappointing. You can't forget Jack Clark, mate. <laughs> sorry, yeah, <laughs> sorry, 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 right, sorry, Jack He's Clark. coming and got out as quicker than anyone, though. Why do I have to keep the Tottenham no, boys in shape true, telling you true. about your transfers? What's that's wrong with Jack true. Clark? Oh, right, that's people, very true. I think people are forgetting that we've actually signed but we didn't count, Dembele. Yeah, well, but honest. we didn't count Saliba, so you know, it worked both ways. <laughs> we didn't count Saliba going back there as a signing for Arsenal. But no, the seriously, I think... You know, we needed a rebuild this summer and it just hasn't come. We've had two at the door and, and all right, fine, two two coming in and one <laughs> going out on loan again. Um, and it just hasn't happened. And um, although fantastic we've gotten in Dombele, we addressed probably our biggest issue in the team. We have neglected the fullbacks. It was an area of concern. Danny Rose, for me, I'm not sure is quite good enough. Um, and maybe on the other side, Trippier, you know, great, we got him gone. Um, but we just haven't seemed to have addressed it. And um, that's one thing that does disappoint me. I just need to, like, on the transfer thing, I, I don't think you can have it both ways. Look, oh, yeah, I'm getting a massage now. I'm getting a massage from Ricky. Let's get it off here. Here's, here's here the deal, right? Let me just get off my Ricky chest, Ricky, sensitive right? sex. No, no, no <laughs> I want to get off my chest, right? We've got eight, eight days, nine days left, whatever it is, a transfer window. 90% of Tottenham Hotspur's business over the last 10 years has been done during the last couple of days. I don't know why everyone's panicking. Mm. We've smashed our transfer record with uh, the massive Tungay and Dumbele, who's absolute mustard. Mm. I think people are forgetting that. So people are saying, 
back Poch. We are backing Poch. What are you talking about? And don't start telling me that I'm like loving leaving this, that and the other. The reality of the situation is that everybody that we spoke to last season said that uh, Trippier was rubbish. His stats went from something like 90% crosses made to 23%. He was off. As soon as we get some really good money for him, people are going, blimey, how did we get that much money from him? Now all of a sudden people are going, oh my God, I can't believe we got rid of Trippier. I mean, mm. what is going on with the people's, the, the, yeah. your, your mindset? Like, I'm not oh, saying right. that I'm not disappointed that we haven't signed them. Ch- take a chill pill, people. It hasn't finished yet. We've got some really good targets, like you two keep telling me, about 550 <laughs> targets. We've got so many targets that we're going after. The reality is, Ricky Sachs, it's he's not deadline done yet. Yeah. It's, it's not finished yet and it's not done yet. What you know? We've got Christian Eriksen, we've got to- Toby Alderweireld, paying whatever he wants, we've got to have this. He stayed. He's still here. Oh, he's, he's still not with our stayed club. just yet. Let's keep calm. He, no, no, no one's is, is no one's going to buy him now for um, for more than twenty five million, are they? So, so the reality of the situation is, ever, what? Why I'm so frustrated and annoyed about this, right? Is because no one is focusing on the team. We are focused on, and that is why Poch, I know we'll come to that later, but uh, let me don't even get started on them comments. He's just reeling in the media, reeling in the media. The fact of the matter is, is that no one's talking about the performances. We've had some amazing raw talent um, performances, people from the academy coming through. Who's talking about Jack Rolls, who, by the way, stepped up that penalty in that massive pressure situation and stuck that in the back of the net? Yet we're sitting here bickering and talking about transfers. That's my nothing. <laughs> Ricky oh, didn't know how to come It's in the script. We're going to be talking about the yeah. youngsters, and it's been it's been a great preseason for some of the for some of the kids. But you can't get away from the fact that a lot of these kids are going to be featuring in the first team. They're not going to be the ones that are going to be taking on the lights of Man City, Liverpool, pushing the club on, taking the club hopefully to the next level. That's what this season coming up should be about. It should now be about going for the next chapter. The club have got to a Champions League mm. final. Okay, how are we going to push on as a club now and look to challenge? Man City and Liverpool and my only disappointment is that once again it's business being done late and we're in a panicking situation now where it should be done yeah. you're in a panicking situation you don't think the club Jamie's are in a panicking situation do you think Maurizio is happy situation. being left with seven days to go by not having his full squad to work with the thing yeah. is before the yeah, start of the summer before the start of the summer, he spoke of a painful rebuild. There was a clear need for this team to be rebuilt. They Tottenham defend- 2.0, Tottenham Jamie. Tottenham 2.0, as 2.0. I was saying. I it was a clear need to be rebuilt. And it just has and, and as I said, we've two in, two out. So that's not a rebuild. So It's not Noah's Ark. I'm concerned. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> two in, two out? <laughs> You've got room for more, mate. The squad can grow, no, I Jamie. Know, I know, but there's seven, you know, but there's, there's seven days remaining in the transfer window. We and, thought and there'd be more, Jamie, didn't we? Let's be honest I about do. it. We thought there'd be more of a rebuild, both... Ins and outs. Yeah, it's not what the thing is. It's not what we want. It's what you know. We want what Pochettino wants. Of course. And yeah. and as he said, he wanted to rebuild this team. And you know, to me, it doesn't seem like we've rebuilt anything. So there's Yet. my concern. Yet. But seven, uh, seven days though. Okay, we'll just give up now then. No, it's not about giving up. Now. Now. It's the days. concern that you know. I don't think Maurizio can be happy. You know, his comments, Lee, I know you're saying he's reading yeah. in the media, but you can't tell me the comments where he's saying that. The okay, fact about his, that's not exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, his job title, where he's sitting there joking about his job title changing from a manager to a coach. He's clearly not happy. Yeah. You can't yeah, he's not me. happy with the media. You keep asking the same questions mm, over know. and over again. I, I, change my job title so I can answer your questions because my job title isn't to answer the media's questions on constantly uh, break clauses in, in uh, Ericsson's contracts or selling Toby Alderweireld or, or transfers coming in. 
He might. He reeled in the media. He just loves it. He says it. I'm going to be brave. And everybody said, oh, last season he meant brave. We've got to spend loads of money. And then, no, he didn't. He didn't mean that whatsoever. He meant actually be brave and wait for the right players. Well, I think I might have to change my job title soon to referee because the studio is getting heated. But let me ask you then, I want to touch upon St. Lisa because I do feel like I agree with it. Do we, as fans, let's take out Tottenham for the minute. Let's look at it from a broader stroke, a bigger picture. Do we, as fans, we, we, we're crying out for things. We really want to move on as a club. Then when we do, it's not enough. We, we want more. Sure. We always want more. There's a little bit of greed in every club. Smashed transfer. We're not even talking about it. Because we, uh, that's not good enough. We want more. We, we, we need more. We want more. We want to move on. The reality of the situation is Spurs, at the moment, have targeted the exact problem issues in the football club, which was central midfield, and everybody said that's what we need to do, and that's what we've done. We've still got eight days, or seven days, sorry, Jamie. To, <laughs> Six to by the time this goes out. Well, yeah, it might be. Six or seven days for us to change that. And if we end up getting uh, Sessignon and Celso and all these players that you keep telling about, it'd be a good window. Just chill out, people. Well, we've got to be top level now. And that's the thing. We really had to kick on because we've got to try and keep Pochettino. That's the thing. He's been here five years. He's not won a trophy. So it's about kicking on now and getting that trophy. And that was by, by perhaps rebuilding this team. I think people became slightly too connected to this team and they've won nothing. So, you know, I was always happy for this rebuild to happen. But that, that's the matter of the fact. We've got to try and keep Harry Kane happy. We've got to win trophies. We've got to go over the line. Just one Harry Cup. <laughs> that was fair enough. Yeah. Well, we'll just go back for the Keechee Cup, the International Cup. Look, Peace the way, Cup. But the way you guys are talking, it's like that we failed. The way no, you guys no. are talking, it's stopped already. The way you guys are talking is you're saying, oh yeah, we're not kicking on, we're not re- rebuilding. But we are. We're smashing transfer records. We've changed our wage structure. We are kicking on. That's the problem. You're not recognising it. That's what Charlie's saying. Charlie's saying, oh, yeah, you've got summer, but it's not good enough. (laughs) What I'm saying is football fans, sports fans in general, are fickle. I felt like the mood in the studio last week was very excited. Brand new stadium. The first full year. We've just reached the European Cup final. We've smashed the transfer record, which I think people aren't even speaking about now. It's almost like it happened last year. It happened this window. Billion pound stadium. Now, all of a sudden, you know, your your rivals, whoever, you know, United, Arsenal, maybe Liverpool, City of spent in the last week they've upped their activity in the last week and now you, you've gone oh everyone else is moving we need to do something else but is that the case I mean Spurs have had a good window so far it's not yeah. finished well, yet. You say we have, we've had a good window we've made one sign in yeah. With, I mean, the disrespect to Jack Clark right now is shocking. No, but Jack is not with the squad, is he? Let's be honest about it. Jack Clark is not with the squad, so I can't talk about a player that's not going to be with the squad next season. Listen, he's a good player for the future, don't get me wrong, but for where Spurs want to be and where we want to go, and Lee, just to pick up on your point, it's not about being negative, it's just about ambition. No. You know, we have just I'm moved... Not, I'm not saying you're negative. Being, no, being that, say that. No, but being in that new stadium, that great, fantastic stadium, signing Tungo Yondembele... Go and build your squad around him now. Go and take this club to the next level, which we all want to see compete for the league. We, Mauricio must want that as well. He's been in this job for over five years. He's overseen complete sta- you know, squad transitions. He must want now as the manager to finally be able to say, right, so I've your hashtag, my... back potch, that mm. you, you were back in yeah. earlier this week, are you saying then that, that Levy is not back in potch? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying right now on mm. air yeah. that Daniel Levy, with, with what he's doing right now with the club and you, Jamie, they are not giving potch what he needs? Is that what you're saying? Slightly, because uh, yeah. he's not, not brought in enough players. We know, like, I know whatever, we do love, me and Ricky do love transfers, but we needed transfers yep. and they just haven't been delivered. Well, they do love transfers. Are they back in Levy? Are they back in the manager? We're going to be talking about that and having a welcome break next. Love sport.
You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport with me, Charlie Hawkins. I've been joined by Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and, and Jamie Brand. We were just talking about a number of things. We completely went off script. The Aldi Cup went out the window. Round two? Round two is just <laughs> ding, beginning. Ding, ding. ding, ding. Well, let's talk about it now because we know the manager made some comments this week. We're going to be talking a little bit about that. But firstly, let's talk about... Daniel Levy, because there's been a lot made this week. You've just said, hashtag back the manager, hashtag back pooch. Let's talk about this. I've already had a tweet from last week. I know, I know. But did you know what the tweet said? I don't pronounce nearly as bad as Lee McQueen. (laughs) That's true, actually. (laughs) But at least I've got Potch right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do you know why? It's because I saw this tweet and I didn't know how I felt about it straight away. Let's, let's, and I'm glad that none of you three uh, done this tweet because I completely disagree with this. It says, this is from at Hotspur Edition. If we don't make another signing, I am going to write a 2,000-plus word piece on how Daniel Levy is holding us back. This won't change anything. I just want to inform the people on how this man is ruining this great club from achieving things and treating us like a joke. And I saw that and I thought, that cannot be serious, surely. It's not. Listen... In my opinion, Daniel Levy, I've always said that I believe whatever he does is in the best interest of the football mm. club. Sometimes that's right what he does, yes. sometimes it's wrong. And there's been situations where I felt he could have invested more at times. And there's been times where, again, with transfers, like I say, with George Kevin and Kudu, there's probably been offers there for him, which he's not accepted. And it's held us back from being able to sell him to give Maurizio more money. But I will reiterate the point that I do believe when you go to that stadium, yeah. how can you criticise... I believe well, the, the ball too much. When you go and see what they've built, the training ground, mm. the squad, the manager they've got there, I'm not hugely critical of yeah. Daniel Levy. My only reservation is that there has been times in his reign at Tottenham, no matter who the manager's been, where there has been that opportunity to push on. Yeah. Spurs haven't done so. And I do get concerned, again, that we're going to be in that similar situation. Now, Lee's of the point that he thinks Maurizio is kind of reeling in the media with his comments. I don't think so. I think he used that moment in his previous post-match conference to make a point that said, you know, I was given the title as manager because... I thought I'd have a bit more control over transfers. Utter rubbish. Utter rubbish. I'm sorry. I'll tell you, I, I, I think he uses the media when, when he wants you're to. You're entitled to opinion, right? Mm. But he uses the media like that all of the time. Let me let me paint a picture to you, right? Just just, just humour me for a second. Mauricio Potticino is all about the nice guy, right? Yes or no? That is is a is a is a nice guy. Gets on with everybody. Chris Cowley had him in here last week. He's met him a few times. Where he said one of the nicest guys you ever meet. Some of the stuff that you see on social media, the videos it does, all that sort of stuff. The the players love playing for him. Why? He's a brilliant coach, but why? His man manager skills are absolutely top class. They love him. They love all about it. His character is 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 that type of aura. Are you with me so far? Does what he come out and said the other day, does that reflect on what his natural character is? Do you actually think that he would make make public and criticise somebody in public, first of all, in his character? No, he wouldn't do that. That's not in his character. Secondly, do you think he'd publicly criticise somebody that happens to be his boss? No, he it's wouldn't do that. It's cryptic, though, isn't it, Lee? It's cryptic. He, he, he talks in riddles, for sure. Mm. But, but the point being is it's so that we, as the media, because that's what we are right now, and everybody else talks about it. That's the point. The previous... But if he wants the, us to talk about it, Lee, isn't that an element then he is through the media playing mind games and it's very gamesmanship here because he knows whether he wants to talk about his management or the side, we are going to be speaking about it like we are doing now. For sure. But what he wants to do is he wants to take and deflect certain things off of what's happening with his team or, or not. He got so 
annoyed or angry the other day in the press conference because previous press, co uh, press conference, all the media do is ask about transfers. That's all they do. All about Toby's contract. That's what he... And he turned around to him and said, do not ask me another question about Toby's contract or players' contracts. I don't know the answer. I don't want to know. The second press conference that Rick, Rick is relating to, when the journalist asked him... Um, what about uh, what about signings and so on and so forth? He reiterated, he said, no, "I want to change my job title. I'm not talking about it." That that's the type of that is the type of press conference that he does, and it is infuriating, frustrating for fans. But he's doing it on purpose. Mm. He's not he's not unhappy and wanting to leave. I think one of the reasons after the final that we managed to keep Pochettino, I think that we did make him promises that you can go and spend a decent amount of money this summer. Because I think the one reason that Pochettino maybe has never got over the line because he's such an amazing manager and it, it's just staggering that he's not won a trophy. I think the reason is because he hasn't been allowed to go and spend that money. And maybe he feels that maybe because we've only got one in that maybe there's been a few broken promises. Two. Um, <laughs> so. Look, look, look maybe, he does, maybe he does think that. I, I don't think that whatsoever. You know, when he's on the pitch with his team and his players, even yesterday, and you see him and he's smiling and he comes out yesterday <coughs> and says, I'm happy, I'm happy, and so on and so He always backtracks. I had a, I had a WhatsApp group going on with my, with my other season ticket holders earlier in the week, and they were infuriated. And I said, you, you watch, I bet he backtracks in, a, in another press conference. Oh, mm. sorry, you know, you took my words out of context or no I didn't mean it like that it's all riddles we don't actually know to be honest it's just my opinion we don't actually know what he's saying but I can't believe that that guy would actually say something in public that he hasn't already had a conversation with with the bosses at the time you know he's already on a transfer panel with Steve Hitchin uh, with with himself uh, with Daniel Levy you know, so for him, for him to come out and say it's got nothing to do with me that's a throwaway comment to get the media rolling well if you did you miss well if you did miss what he had to say here's what the manager had to say this week I am not in charge I don't know nothing about the, the situation of my player I am only coaching them sell by players extend contract not extend the contract I think it's it's not in my hands. Maybe the club need to change my title description now. Hashtag back potch. I've just done that because <laughs> I wanted everyone know to know that I can say it. Um, yeah, look, it's a really <laughs> big thing. Look, he spoke this week. Actually, Lee, I've, I have, I've enjoyed what all of you have had to say, but I disagree with what you're saying there about the manager. I do believe managers know how to use the media very well. They're very savvy. They know, especially... For sure, it, It's a little bit of European flair. You know, you see at World Cups, players know how to win free kicks. Managers know how to say things to the media. But is let's take again another broader stroke. Is this the way that football is moving? Because we're seeing now it's a very European thing. Managers are being called head coaches rather than managers because they're not in charge of the transfers. We get these director of footballs. It's the front office who are really making the transfers. I agree with Lee that that's not in his personality to go and like criticise someone in public. But I, I don't know. I just feel as though he does... He, he was a bit annoyed that he's the guy in power. He's got all the power because he is such a fantastic manager. And Daniel Levy knows that he's got a brilliant manager. And he's got to back him properly. So I think that maybe he knows he's got the power so he can maybe mess with Levy a bit in terms of using the media to, to get a message across. I honestly do believe, and I, I respect what Lee says, isn't he's been part of the show and we love having him here. I, I still believe that he's used the media to influence what he wants to say and I can't believe you're telling me that he would be delighted the fact that with seven days of a transfer winner to go of course Spurs have gone and got his number one target which is a massive thing but 
that was meant to be, I believe, the platform to build the squad around Tunga and Dembele. That wasn't going to be the end. And Lee's right, the window hasn't finished yet. Spot on, we can't go too overboard. But at the same time, we know Maurizio is a manager that loves to work with his squad early. He's always in the past that he would love to make signings early. So with seven days to go, no matter what, you're still in a panic. And if those signings don't come off, then I just don't see how Spurs are going to be any closer to Liverpool Man City. And that's what it should have been this summer about, trying to prepare a way in which we're going to find a solution to be close mm. to those clubs. Otherwise, I'm not in a rude way of saying it. Listen, I'd love to get into the Champions League final, but there has to be a next chapter now for Tottenham. Like Jamie says, a 2.0, a rebuilding process. This can't be the end. It has to be the new beginning. And I honestly believe the signing of Mbembele was going to be the moment which we were all going to say, right, why are you it's going to be a new why Tottenham. Why are you talking why past tense, though? That's what I mean. You're talking past tense already. You haven't even kicked a ball. No, but I'm and just... Yet, yet you're, so you're do you believe, okay, I really believe, do, do you I really believe, believe the squad, okay, that signing okay. of Mbembele would have been... Would have been... So it, tell me now, be. tell me he now, so tell me now, do you honestly believe, hand on your heart, the squad we've got now in all areas, full-back, midfield and attack, is good enough to compete with both Man City and Liverpool in the Premier League over a 38-game season. Yeah. Or in the but ne- you, or nearly, in the next... you nearly did last I year agree. when you signed no one. We nearly fell out the top four. Chaz, we nearly fell out the top four as well. didn't. But you didn't. But didn't. Because Mar- other teams around us March, didn't capitalise. Well, then what could we do when we kick on? Then you know if we actually go and invest and spend a decent for money, sure. and then I, we can and go and I kick agree. On. But just just for just before Twitter goes mad at me, I I, I agree that <laughs> don't we worry, still... Lee, I've pronounced names wrong. You're all right, mate. You're <laughs> in the goal. I, uh, just just to make sure the transfer people like still like me, right? Like, <laughs> oh, they lovely McQueen. No, don't worry. No, I, I ain't bothered about that. What I'm saying is, from a transfer perspective, I still want to see my club improve from a transfer mm. perspective. I'm not saying that you're wrong or you're wrong, so and so mm. forth. What I'm saying is asking the, the question directly is it's the people's perception it's the belief that we need to strengthen how do you know right now that um, we are not stronger than last year you don't know that you don't know it's the same thing we've gone out we've addressed the exact issue that we had you might say you might say Rick and Jamie that we've got an issue at fullback but Pochettino might be going no we haven't we ain't got an issue at fullback. Mm. Where we had an issue was central midfield. And before we signed Ndombele, everybody said, well, that is our major position that we need to sign. And we did. Now we're sitting there going, still not good enough. We I did have to, an issue at fullback yeah, though, because yeah. we, 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 tran- we sold Trippier yeah, and we, and we transfer listed Rose. So, so are, we sa- are we saying that Pochettino didn't want to sell Trippier? That's an interesting no, one. He's got, it's he's not got a nothing case to do with transfers. No, we, know, we know from what we've seen that you know he was heavily behind the sale of Trippier, but mm. I can't believe he'd be heavily behind his sale if he didn't think at the same time there was going to be a plan that's going to come in his place. Or unless he did believe that, he could train Foyth up. That's what I think that that's the other thing that sure. fans need to keep in mind. I think that, as I said, I, I personally was a fan, and I'm all for Foyth being used, and that's yeah. what you've got to keep in mind, that maybe... You know, he, he might want to sell Trippier, get the funds in, because I think that he's also been told you've got to raise funds if you want to go and buy the players. But I think that you know, that's the other thing as well. Foyth and Walker-Peters, maybe they're the two guys that he believes in. So again, that's a little bit of speculation in terms of you've got to sell before you can buy. That goes tw- that sends yeah. Twitter mad. I don't believe that either. I think that you, you've got a 25-man squad. You can't have 28, 29, 30 We're players. we over prices for Lacelso. We couldn't afford Lacelso. We couldn't afford... Um, so what are you going to say then, in two days' time, when he lands Lacelso for 55 million euros... I don't think he you're is, gonna, you're gonna be, But what, when, when he does, right, when he does, oh, you're going to be sitting there going, oh, we could have bought him for 80 million, but now we've got him 55. Big claim to say that. I mean, they wouldn't be... They would be pursuing Fernandez well, if they thought they could get Lacelso. Negotiation, Lacelso's back in tra- negotiation, but, but Lacelso is back in training now. 
The Celsius back in training with real betters. Well, at the minute, it's Lee versus Ricky versus Jamie versus Twitter. But we have had a WhatsApp in into the studio. Hey, this is from Rich from Southern California. Thanks to the lads for helping me follow the club all the way from America. So well done to you boys. Hello. One thing that no one is talking about is last summer, nine of our top players played the maximum mm. amount of games at the World Cup. Good then point. Sonny had yep. to play the Asia club. Now the players are fresh up. They're more prepared entering this new season. You need to try Trust that. You're right, Rich. Do you know? Do you know why though? Do you know why no one's talking about that? Because we are obsessed with transfers. That is what it's all about. It's going to be deadline day. And it's going to be this. And it's going to be that. I'm going to be linked with all these people. That's what we're obsessed with. It's not just. I'm not having a go at Jamie and, and, and Ricky. I'm not. You know, they're, they're my boys on, on Love Word on um, last one on Spurs. The point being is, and Love Word on Spurs. I'm scared. I'm scared. Love it. The point. Can you do that is, more often so the, I look better? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the point being is, is that everybody is obsessed with transfers and making things stronger. What happens if we are stronger because? We haven't got no, nine people in the World Cup. What happens if we're stronger because no, Sonny agree, doesn't have to? What happens if we're stronger because Mora scored a hat-trick, yeah. excuse my language, a hat-trick in the Champions League semi-final? Mm. He's now not a backup anymore. He's actually a first-team player. What happens if we're actually stronger because Eric Lamella that is not going to get injured? And I saw your tweet earlier this, this, this week. Be Rick, about, is, is it going to be a <laughs> And I know but it's a bit of a long ongoing joke, but what happens? This is the thing about football and opinions, and that's why I love the game, and I love talking about it, and I love doing all these things. But the reality is we don't know yet. If the window closes, let me just, look, uh, I'll put a close on it and you guys can talk. If the window closes and we haven't signed anybody else, I'll be disappointed. I'll be truthful with you. But will I back the team and go after it and think that we can still go after it? 100%. Like we all will. Like we all as well. Lee, can I just make that clear then? If if Tottenham don't make another sign in this window, you will then switch and agree with Ricky and Jamie? No, I did not say that. I'm not going to switch and say transfers, transfers. No, but, but I mean, you would think that would, they've I'll, not done enough I, this I window. Think, uh, we would be disappointed. I would be disappointed. Really? That I'll, shocks me after the first half an hour. No, no, no. I would be disappointed if we don't get anybody else in. But I'm not going to throw everyone else under the bus because yeah, I think no, I agree, that we yeah. are going to be strong enough. I to don't be think able Ricky and Jamie would do that though. But you did say we've signed the player that we needed, which you have. So do you need more business? Everyone wants more business, but how vital is it you, that you get more? I think we can challenge and be stronger than last year. And with the squad that we've got to answer Ricky's question, these two boys don't. So make your own mind uh, up on that. Well, the, the issue is that Liverpool and Manchester City, they all improve by spending significant amounts of money. We're up against massive competition now. This isn't against Leicester nope. or maybe a Chelsea when, when, we, when we finish second to them. These are very strong teams now mm. and that's perhaps where we've got to up the competition. But I think that's a very good point the, the last listener made about... Um, you know, not having international competitions. I think I made the point last week. I think Harry Kane mm. hopefully won't he have sharp, done it. To be fair, he does. Harry so, does look sharp, and, yeah. he, and he said it himself. You know, he feels really fresh for for the first time in. I think he's, he's had. Uh, this is his, only his second summer off in, in the last five years. So there you go. And, and I think Deli Ali, he had lots of issues because hamstring issues and muscle injuries last season because he didn't get a rest. So I, I do think that's a very good point that um, a lot of the players that we currently have are going are gonna to have better seasons. Well, the boys want more signings coming in, but, but who could be potentially on their way out? This is Love Sport. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport with me, Charlie Hawkins, and I've been joined by the boys from The Last Word on Spurs, Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jamie Brown. It's been a mental show so far, talking about the Aldi Cup, the manager, the chairman. Massive trophy. The massive trophy <laughs> that is the Aldi Cup. We've had round one, we've had round two, this is round three. We've talking about transfers hopefully coming in. Now we're going to be talking about a few outgoings, but we have had a, another WhatsApp. Please keep them coming. You can on 028 70 25. 
558. This one is uh, from Jonathan, who, again, America, you boys got a big American following. Yes, Jonathan, Jonathan from Dallas, Texas, USA, just to make that clear. Big fan of the show, obviously Spurs. Got a question for you boys. What is actually going to happen regarding signings, Fernandez? Maybe we could talk a little bit about that. Do we get Sessignon? Also, are we really going to let Ericsson walk for free at the end of the season? Let's start with Ericsson because we are talking about goings. Mm. Obviously, he got his goal against um well say against, against penalty, Munich, though, but I tell that penalty. <laughs> oh, if you compare right, this sounds awful to say, but if you compare the two penalties, Harry Kane and Ericsson, and you yeah. look at those and say, Okay, who's most committed when you look at those two penalties? Oh, well, one thing I'll I know say you can't with, say yeah. that, but one it, thing with Ericsson's body language, he's always played like that. He's yeah, a player true, that's always true. That's down why the pitch. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of people criticise him for you know he doesn't yeah. look interested. But it's like a bit of Berbatov in him. Very true. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's exactly it. I think that there's players that play like that, and that and is Ericsson's is game. Is yeah, exactly. It'd be bizarre if he went the other way because you'd be thinking, what's going on? But then people say about his work rate as well. But he's always the one that he's he's one of the highest worker does. Most of, covers the most crown in the league. He does so, mm. and, and he's always the highest in the team. So, you know, it's, it's rubbish. Really. I think Ericsson's been a silly boy this window. He came out at the start of the summer and said he wanted to leave the club for a new challenge. And at that time, let's be honest, he knew about, you wanted to tweet about transfers. <laughs> 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 Might have been that, but at the same time, he was never ever the priority for his one, number one destination, which was Real Madrid. Did, did he say that though? He came out, Lee, and his words, actual, his words were, his words? I would like a new challenge. I think it might be I time think... for a new challenge, but if if not, then... No, yeah, I... because we talked about the boyfriend-girlfriend yeah, thing, not, If not, then yeah. I'll stay, but then why would you say that? Yeah, I'm not saying it was a good thing to say, it's just but not, I'm not sure I mean, he said, I want to leave Tottenham. He doesn't say, I want to leave, but his words were, you know, if an opportunity came up, I'd like a new challenge. The political way of saying, I want yeah, to move on. Political, yeah, It yeah, was a polite way of doing so. He feels his time is up. We always knew of Ericsson there was a pathway where he had aspirations to play for a Real Madrid or maybe a Barcelona. And the issue he's got now is I think he's, in a way, done himself out of a move because no one is that keen on him as we can see at the moment. Well, one thing, one thing, for him to be a freebie. Yeah, well, the one thing Pochettino said uh, before it was before the Champions League final, he was kind of talking to uh, it was a Spanish, Spanish outlet, uh, and he was saying that um, after the World Cup, a number of players came to him and asked him, you know, if this club comes in for me, I want to leave. Uh, and he said to that, you said you can go and tell that to Daniel Levy that you want to leave, but. The, and he said to Dan, and Pochettino said to Daniel Levy, "These are the players that we need to keep because they're the ambitious ones that want to go and play for the Real Madrid and be at top clubs. And so these are the guys we need to keep." So for me, I think that I don't think Pochettino will mind about Ericsson's comments, and I think that Ericsson's a player that that he'll be desperate to keep because he is a top level player. Um, and I don't I don't think his comments were too disrespectful. He's been here six years, done absolutely brilliant. Mm. So I don't think there's no return for him. Mm. My only concern with Ericsson is okay, say for example he does go and sign a new contract. Spurs could be in the same situation, twelve months, eighteen months down the line where if he wants to go at the time you wanted to then, what's gonna stop him again being in that same situation? I mean, as a fan of the club, I want players that are committed and I know it's silly to say that in football now of course there's no loyalty, but it does worry me that you've got a player there that you knowingly know wants to leave. I, I have to say, I, I am I am a little bit concerned about Ericsson mm. more than what I was a couple of weeks ago. And mm. the reason why is um, uh, that that situation... What, what, why would he sign a new contract now when he can go for a freebie? That, mm. And, and it was yeah. pointed out, wasn't it, on WhatsApp mm. last yeah. uh, or last week or the week before, and it's kind of like, I've been thinking about that, thinking, well, yeah. you just... He's like would you? Journey, what, yeah. You have because you can go on a free yeah. at the end of the year, like Toby's about to do, we think. Yeah. Um, and you know, Toby's a different situation mm. because he's different in his career. He'd probably go back to Ajax. You know, thanks very much for your time, Toby. Um, and we could have got twenty-five million for him or whatever. 
Ericsson arguably get 70 odd million yeah. for yeah, him. Exactly. If you're paying, paying for these, these transfer fees that are going around, 70 million, and we're going to lose that. Mm. That's, yeah. yeah, I think Jason, that's Jason did make a point that maybe signs a contract with the, a release clause. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that, that that's prob- probably understandable. I, don't I, know. I think that, for me, lads, to be to be honest, to just bring some calm back into the world, <laughs> I think that's more of a concern for me than actually signing a Lo Celso. Because, mm. because actually, yeah. you've got that situation there where he, he mm. really knows proof even Premier League Spon- player yeah. it's absolutely outstanding what you've just talked about runs more than anyone else he had a poor season last year everyone's perception 12 assists 10 goals in the Premier League like that's the third highest in the Premier League right in terms of assists and goals uh, combined mm. mad but he had a bad season and so, so you look at all of that I'm not saying he did have a good season either but the point is that they are the stats they're facts yeah. so to lose that kind of uh, individual for, for free yeah. that's a double bubble isn't it Yeah. you just mentioned there he's been there six years he sort of earned his right to say those things mm. but does he owe you guys by signing a contract where he does have a release clause or if he's Ericsson and he's agent should he be going well no let's just go on a free of a year does he owe Tottenham that no do you know what any player mm, in this day and age they don't owe a club anything no. that's the fact with football now no one owes anything to anyone in football because at the end of the day if a player's not good enough like we saw with Kieran Trippier fans got on his back and they, uh, in a way, maybe we forced him out a little bit. I don't think he was good enough for Tottenham. I was one that wanted him to go. I've got no, I've got no regret saying how poor he was last season. He was, but I don't think you can sit here and preach, you know, to say, you know, a player owes anything. It's a different yeah. time now but in football. There's too much money in the game now. But look at Harry Maguire, for example. Last year, he was rife going to Man United, rife with the City situation, but definitely Man United. They wanted him, they was interested in him, and he signed a new contract knowing probably that if one of them clubs came in for him like the, you're talking about the Ericsson deal that, that he will probably be allowed to go what he's actually ended up doing is waiting a year having another good season yeah. going probably end up going to Manchester United for 80 million quid and that's your kind of Harry Maguire did the right thing is where you're coming from isn't it and I, I always in the back of my mind think Sol Campbell and I know that's a dirty word here on, 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 on the Spurs show but that's what I think mm. and Ericsson could be in a situation he's not going to go Arsenal but he could definitely walk away on a free and, and that would be that would be but the danger tragic. with that is he can go anywhere it's for, his for choice sure. yeah. January he can talk to him to club yeah. the board can't he mm. my concern like Lee said is that with Ericsson you've got someone there that is proven and Jay makes a great point you know he, he did run so much you know the stats are all there about his figures but with the players have been linked with the likes of the Chelsea and Fernandes when people ask us do we know much about these players the reality is we don't know too much about them exactly, they yeah. played in foreign leagues is there any guarantee that a La Chelsea or a Fernandes are going to come in and hit the ground running there's not with Ericsson he is proven but it's, it's going to be he, a gamble but if he hasn't got the desire you talked about it earlier if he yep. don't actually don't want to play for us if he hasn't got yeah. the desire yep. regardless of how much we love him he, he got to go, yep, and I think we made we made that we made that point a couple of weeks back. Even with the likes of Kane, and and and, and I, again, I, I talk about from a business perspective or whatever. If you've got employees that don't want to be there, regardless of what you do with them, they don't want to be there. So the desire is gone. Lee, last week on the show, you and Chris were talking about Danny Rose and his comments saying he wants to leave and he hasn't gone on tour. You know, he's he's been given time to think about things. Jamie, you just mentioned there that yeah. Ericsson, he's been here six years. He's allowed to say things like that. Chris wasn't happy with what Danny Rose no. said about Spurs. He's been here a lot longer. What's the difference? I'm not a big... I'm not Danny Rose's biggest fan. I, I once used to be, but I think since his comments where he went and spoke about... Um, he went and slandered our transfers, our, our wage structure. Google him, never really. Yeah, I've never really been... <laughs> too much of a fan of him I mean look last season I don't understand the fuss over Danny Rose being sold because clear issue that we needed uh, with our fullbacks so I think selling him for £20 million when he's going to be uh, one year left in his contract Nearly 30, 30 next yeah. year so um, he, he struggled to to play two games two games in a week last year so 
you know, I'm I'm not particularly too bothered if Danny Rose was was sold. Well, joining us on the line now is Dean. He wants to talk about transfers. Dean, thank you for joining the last word on Spurs. What right, is Dean. what Hi, is Dean. bothering you in a transfer window so far? Uh, first and foremost, love the show, boys. It, Thanks, uh, Dean. Thank Dean. you, Dean. My, uh, Dean. Thursday night, driving a black cab around town. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, Lee McQueen, I've always loved your enthusiasm, but tonight I think you've been wrong on so many things. <laughs> Firstly, Pochettino, uh, for me, is screaming for the last two years, mm. we need to kick on and be a big club. We haven't... It just, it just, you know, this was the year to, to kick on. We got to a Champions League final. I really thought we'd go really big this, this season, like a Gareth Fell or a and it seems like last week of the window, we're now scrapping the bat for a, for a Fernandes or a La Chelsea. And the ones we should have been going for is, like I said, the bar at the start of the window. We were crying out for a right-back last season. And, uh, you know, Trippier wasn't good enough. And then we're saying that this year that suddenly Aurier and Walker-Peters and Foyth are good enough. When they wasn't good enough last year to get ahead of Trippier, who played in the Champions League finals, he clearly wasn't good enough. Mm. What difference has the end of the season made for them to suddenly be better than him now? Yeah, I mean, uh, taxi for Lee McQueen and come pick me up, then. <laughs> <laughs> come pick me up, fella. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, I think, like, I think I just want to put a, di- like, a different opinion on on that side of things. I mean, in fact, mm. I think you make some really good points. I think the right-back situation <laughs> is I haven't never sat there and said, yeah, I'm happy with Wayne Foyt being in there. Um, but I don't think Aurier is, has actually ever shown anything that he can actually do. I think there's more to come from Aurier. I like the fact that mm. we bring in raw talent or young talent coming through from the academy, and that's, cult, uh, and, you know, that's KWP. Um, but but equally, I also know that Trippier was awful last season. But the season before, it was actually outstanding. Mm. So you know something's gone on there for for whatever that is yeah. as to the reasons why. Potticino clearly thinks that Juan Foyt is okay. It's not yeah. as if he well maybe he has maybe he has gone into Daniel Levy's office and gone right. I need a right back, and Daniel's gone no. We're selling right back, but you ain't having another one. And then he's gone out and gone. All right, I better play Foyt then there. But yeah. I can bet you bottom dollar it's not that. I bet it's Potticino going. I've got some weird ideas. I think we yeah. can play Foyt there. I think the other issue with fullbacks is they are very few and far between very good ones nowadays. And I, I don't think there's been many available this summer. And, and for me, the fact that he's happy to sell Trippier and, and no replacement, you know, maybe suggests to me that he, he's willing to, to risk it with mm. one for it. I think that he kind of spoke to him and said you could transition into right back. So I don't know. Um, my yeah. my, my favourite player in, in modern times at Tottenham was Carl Walker. I have to say, if I was if I don't put numbers on the back of my shirts, but if I did, I would have had Carl Walker's yeah. number on the back of my shirt. Like I, I loved him. I thought he was brilliant. And I always said to Rick when he first got sold, I said that's going to be a problem. First yeah. show we ever did. And, and, yeah. I know, and, and and it still is that problem. So I do yeah. agree with you on that point. I think yeah. on the Pochettino thing, Dean. To be fair, that, that's my opinion. I I don't think that he's. I don't think he's not ambitious. I absolutely think he's ambitious. One hundred percent. He's transformed his. Class club but I still think there's seven eight days left of transfer window and you, you talk about scrapping around for Lo Celso's we've been talking about Lo Celso for three four mm. five weeks we just haven't got it over the line yeah. yet yeah. if we do get it over the line and do let Levy do his stuff and get it for 30 million euros cheaper our attitudes in in your cabin in our in our studio have changed <laughs> because do you know what I mean because like, he's a he's a good he's a good quality player yeah I think he's all right but I just really thought this was the summer especially after the last two windows of doing nothing I think Endon Ballet should have been brought in last summer, you know, the players to cover that position. So I think that was done a year later. 
Mm. And then I thought this year, literally, I really thought we were going to go big this summer. But we might, though, Dean. That's that, all that, I'm that saying. My optimism. We might. But forget that lot up the road. They're absolutely yeah. nothing to do well, with us. They've just bought a £72 million pound player that no one knows really much about, and he's unproven. He might snap his Achilles in the first week. <laughs> but absolutely nothing to do. It, it, that, that's, that's irrelevant. You know, we're, 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 for me, forget Arsenal. They, they've got nothing to do with us. Dean, listen, first, if I have a corner... at the end of the season... Sorry, go on. No, go, go on, on, no, go on. No, I was going to say, surely at the end of the season, though, you must have thought, right, so we finished at Champions League you, you, with the stadium was kind of, we were already in the stadium, that we was going to go bigger yeah. than, obviously, we got on, Deve- on Dembele nice and early. You must have thought we was going to go bigger than Sessignon and the Celso to add to it. But I just don't think it's enough. That, if we want to go, it's all right for third and fourth, which we've been doing the last few years, but if, I really thought we was going to try and push on for the top two this season mm. against City Liverpool and I don't think we're anywhere near them if, Dean, we, if we don't okay. improve in the fullback areas I want to say Dean firstly thank you for calling the show and I, I agree with you Like I think everything you've said there has kind of mirrored what I've said that I think Spurs need to make their mind up whether they want to be a top four team or whether they generally want to challenge for the title and if they do want to challenge for the exactly. title they've got seven days exactly. to try and sort out the rest of the window and try and bring well, players in. It's always going to be done in one window, though. Lads. It's no, not. But that, I think that's a good. It's point. not going to be done in true. one window, it's but true. it's the case that where Spurs are now, if they want to push on, it's going to need more than just a London ballet to take us forward. That's just all I believe. And I still believe Dean and the rest of the lads in the studio that we will sign, like I've said earlier, more players that are going to give us strength in depth. It might not be the, the Ballers on three hundred fifty grand a week, but I think it will be the Celsos and the Sessions, which mm. we will land. Dean, we really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for your call. Dean there speaking about the transfer Tom window. Andy. It is all going off. He, of course, was saying he don't agree with Lee and he don't. He does agree with Ricky. But don't worry, Lee. I'm still on your side. <laughs> Love sports. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport with me, Charlie Hawkins. And I'm glad to say I've been joined by the boy, with the boys from Last Word on Spurs, Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jamie Brandt. It's been a crazy show. I, t- I tell you what, over Ricky's shoulder, I've just been looking at him, right? And he has been posting transfer news <laughs> on Twitter. What? Whilst in the we're break. doing we're the show, we're doing it. It's the world never stops. It never stops. There's no shame with you. I think it's. Uh, I think he's got another play on there. This might be breaking news, there, Rick, Is it? Can we start our own Spurs transfer rumor? Can we start it? Can we just find a player and start our own transfer rumor? Go. Ooh, Alvarez. That'd be a nice rumour. That'd be an amazing rumour, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's but it's, it's a bit too believable. But uh, we are talking to Paul. He's joined us on the line. Paul, how are you tonight? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, good. Hello, uh, Paul. You're going to batter me as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in fact, the opposite. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to back up. Lee, Get in there, one. Paul. I, think... I knew I liked you, All right. mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been a bit, a little bit negative and um, this transfer thing like, like Lee says we don't really know what's going on we don't really know what Poch sees um, he sees the squad every day hmm. and also with regards Liverpool I mean Liverpool have had a bad pre-season I know you can't look too much into it they've also got players coming back from South America from Africa so they're going to be pretty knackered and also last season they were very lucky with injuries they had hardly any injuries so I think we need to be a little bit positive and think you know what we can hang in there and I and I I think you know Man City will obviously be the uh, our major challenges, but I think we can get very close, or if not further away from Liverpool. Paul, listen, Good job, Paul. Ricky here. I I admire your optimism. I I genuinely do. The thing for me is that 
anyone that follows me throughout the season, when the window's not open, I am the most optimistic Spurs fan. Mm. I do believe that the squad you know, under Maurizio can achieve great things. They got to a Champions League final. I'm not going to take that away from them. But I yeah. just do believe that when a window is open, you've got the opportunity there to go and strengthen the team, to really still try open. and take it forward. And it is still open like Lee's right. But with six to seven days to go, I feel that we should be in a lot more of a comfortable yeah. position but where we've nailed the, the manager's window, targets. I think it's like buying houses, yeah? There's a bit of a chain going on. For sure. And I think there's a, there's a lot of, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of big players there waiting for moves. They're not getting moves. Look at Pogba. If Pogba suddenly sold mm. to Real Madrid, they suddenly get him. But That's how late, Paul, do you leave the chain? Because like, we're six or seven days away here. And so Man hasn't United got... and so have Chelsea well, got well, a ban and so is Liverpool. Ago. They're all in the same situation. Man City have signed yeah. one player. They've signed Rodri. But do Man City need a lot more improvement than Spurs do? Let's be honest about no, it. No, that's a fair point. That is an absolute fair point. But they've only still signed one player. Do you know what I mean? Liverpool ain't signed anyone. Harvey Elliott takes the mick out of our, our very own Harry Kane. Mm. You know, there's and, still and time. Also, that's all I'm saying. Look at look how improved they are. Like Lee was saying, was it Lee? I think Lee said this. Before. Look really? at Mora. He's a much better player than he was last season. Yeah. Look, look, Lamella, if he stays injury-free, he was great at the beginning of last season. We've only said that for five seasons, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, Lame- the Lamella thing is slightly different because obviously like, he's yeah. still a squad player. But the Mora is an absolute banging point. Yeah. Like, that guy is, is, is first class now. He's at top 11 in the team now. He's like in the first team squad. So you're now looking at that and you're going, well, how do I place Mora and Ali and Ericsson and Kane and... and and, uh, and, and Son. All been rested this season, though. For sure. Paul, why is there this split then with Spurs fans? Some fans have the mindset of Ricky and Jamie, we need to be doing more. Some fans like you and Lee just, let's take a back seat. We're doing well. There's still a week to I go. I think it's Potts playing, playing games with the media. And, and he is. You know, I think that's what it is. Because we've mm. got a stick by. Levy has been brilliant. He's been a brilliant, brilliant chairman, really. Yeah. I know he's made mistakes in the past, but look at look at the ground we've got. We agree with you I on think that. We're Paul. getting greedy yeah. as Spurs fans. We're now getting greedy because we're suddenly up there, and we suddenly just our hands are just literally, it, literally it, just just slightly well, away from a trophy, and we're just getting a bit too excited. We want it so badly, but we've yeah. got to calm down. <laughs> like Lee says, take a chill pill, relax. It will get. We'll get there. I agree. I think, we, I think I do agree. I think our squad is fantastic. I think everything Levy's done with the club is brilliant. But we are trying to add one or two more players. And is it one and, or two? If we get one or two, and you're going to be happy. In it depends days. if those two are what coming are out. I, I always, I always, I always I never thought. No, no, I never thought we were going to sort everything in the whole summer. I thought that. But there if, are but issues. So if we get one or two in before the end of the window, you're going to be, I'll well be satisfied. I'll be satisfied. So you'll be satisfied. But, what about you, Rick? It depends who the but one the, or two are. The issue is we're haggling. You know, we we clearly want this Lacelso guy, and we and we. And if, we, if we're in for him, then just pay the money. Because but, but, there's no but point. But come back to Paul's point. What about if it's a chain? What about if the Celso's lined up and the, and the fees agreed? We don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know. He's, training with, he's training with another. He's training with Real Betis. Right. What's that got to do with So that means Harry that Maguire's still, still playing. He's not. He got pulled out of the squad. Yeah, but he's still play, he was still playing when they, when they were the linked. Squad. When they were linked, they, he was still playing. But it does indicate. Let's be honest about it. The fact that the guy is still training does indicate that the move isn't that close. In Trippier, Trippier. In fairness, Trippier was training with us, and then all of a sudden. Guys, it's just, look, it's your opinions, but mm. the point being is we don't know. Um, That's all I'm saying. Of course, yeah, we don't. The of the matter are, if one deal goes in, like Paul said, if one deal goes in, it's like a chain reaction, all of a sudden, bang, 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 and, and they might come. They might not. They might I not. I think the last few days, days of this transfer window is going to be mad. 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, think, be I think there's a ma- lot of massive elite clubs that are still... Look- Bale's still out there floating. I'm, oh. I'm not going to get on the battlefield for us. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that for us, but I'm saying, like, where's he going to go? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go buy me? Once he moves on, does Pogba go to Real Madrid? If Pogba goes to Real Madrid, does Dybala go to Man United? If, if You know, it's, it's a big chain reaction mm. stuff. And, and, and again, like, talking about from the agent perspective, they're all trying to get the best for their player. Course, the yeah, clubs are trying to get the uh, best for their clubs. The managers are... Pochino's, for, for example, come back to his comments going I don't want to deal with all that stuff I just want to coach my team they're the sort of comments that, that when you pull that information together it does make sense but I'll tell you something when the mad transfers Jason loves a late dash <laughs> so he'll be looking forward to that deadline they don't worry about that <laughs> I look forward to next week anyway and you'll all be saying God that Paul was right only he was right <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Paul from your mouth to God's ears I hope you yeah, are right my yeah, friend we well, we'll be glad Paul because next uh, week the transfer window would have closed by then but hopefully yep. you'll still join um, us Paul, thank you for Thanks, coming Paul. on tonight. There's I really Paul. appreciate that. There you go, Lee. You did have someone on your side. Paul from Lodi. <laughs> have you been watching Twitter, mate? They're loving it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> There's like Lee McQueen's name's got at Lee McQueen's going mental on Twitter. I love it. Well, we've still got an hour to go, so let's hold off because we don't know what the next caller might say. If that wasn't enough for them, <laughs> we still have an hour to come of Last Word on Spurs. This is Love Sport. We've got to change these things. <laughs> glory, we're, glory, we're Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> Hang about, Ricky. Ricky said we've got to change we've that. We've got to change that. Just won the Aldi Cup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Glory, 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 Tottenham Hotspur. We've got to change that <laughs> for this season. It's a, a bit glorious show tonight, magic boys. Let me tell you. Listen, the last trophy you entered, you won. So, <laughs> come on, one for one, mate. In the brand can, new season, Lee, you, they just want more. You're only as good as your more. last trophy. There you go, mate. <laughs> a win is a win. Well, you are listening to the Spurs Fan Show here on Lost Ball. You're with me, Charlie Hawkins, and I've been joined by the last word on Spurs, Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen, and Jamie Brand. Well, we have been talking the transfer window. Difference of opinion tonight, that's for all to see. Even the callers have got a different opinion. But... The window has got a week left. What does Spurs realistic, realistically need before this Aston Villa game next week? Well, it's quite interesting, actually, because I was sort of off air, weren't we? We were just talk, kind of talking about that. And mm. we've been bickering and arguing the first hour, right? Have we? Yeah, we're a little bit. <laughs> I've noticed, to be fair. I, I, I think I'm winning on points, to be fair. <laughs> but look, I, I am, I am uh, like two against one here. But the, but the point being is, you know, honestly, like Jamie, with you, like what, yep. if the whole hashtag yeah, yeah. backpots, blah, blah, no, blah, yeah, yeah. what do we need? Yep. What would you be really happy with? For starting the villa, like yep. like Charlie said. For me, I think there's only I think I do only believe there's two needed. Um I, I as I said, I don't think that it was always gonna be totally addressed the whole issue because obviously we had the limitations. You know, we've just built a one point two billion pound stadium, so there was always gonna be limitations. Um I was never expecting us to go and fully strengthen in fullbacks, even though as I said, that was our biggest issue. I just wanna see us get over the line these the deals like the Chelsea or whether we go for Bruno Fernandes I want to see just go and pay that money like I know great we've you know we've trying to negotiate but it's about paying that money now for them so I'd like to see a Le Chelsea or Bruno Fernandes come in and maybe Ryan Sessegnon I think that maybe he might start on it left back but I think that Pochettino and the club both really like him because of his potential and I think he would be a great signing for Spurs so summarise for Jamie Brown Bailey yep. Hotspur if we got in yeah. uh, Lo Celso and Sessignon so, yes. we would be back because in because that's brilliant we're amazing we're because, gonna ch- yes. we, we could potentially yes. ch- title change yes I do believe Rick what about you mate so I'm going to say similar to Jamie for me one of Lo Celso or Bruno Fernandes God I'd love both but I don't expect both to come mm. I expect Ericsson to maybe leave if both did come in so that's one thing Sessegnon I'm back in the Sessegnon transfer I'd like it to happen I'd also like to see Spurs go in for a cheeky 12 month deal for Alves if you could tell me Spurs could end the window with Danny Alves Ryan Sessegnon Lo Celso or Bruno Fernandes I'd, and keep Toby out of Virold, yeah. I'd be happy and for Jason's, for Jason's perspective if Danny Rose goes Danny Rose goes alright Jace. 
That's best case scenario. Before you answer, Lee, what's worst case scenario then? Because that is that unrealistic. That because that would be unbelievable business by Spurs. Would it? Because we, you know, well, we, we've said we, we needed need. a rebuild. We, yeah, yeah. If we minimum we had to get I, in two or three players. But what you need isn't always what you get, Jamie. And what I'm saying is, if I'm well, that, me on the outside right. perspective, you just got, got a one point two billion yep. stadium. You've just broke your transfer record. I'm going sitting there going, that is unbelievable. Because when you did have the new stadium, from an outside perspective, I thought this might tighten Spurs' purse strings for a while. You've just gone out and smashed your record. So I don't know. But it depends no, I, what you want to be, doesn't it? And then we will keep saying back to this about is it a top four club? Is it a cha- is yeah. it challenging for the Premier League? So, so, so just coming back then. So, just so, so I'm clear, so I can get my first <laughs> hour out out of the way. So, for for Jamie Brown, Daily Hotspur, what we've got is we've got a Chelsea yeah. and assessing on yeah. your happy with challenging. Yeah. And from a Ricky um, from Last Word on Spurs, a Ricky Sachs transfer guru. <laughs> what we've got is we've got a keep Ericsson, keep Toby. We've got a Lacelso. And uh, Sessignon. I'm expecting and, that and, 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 yeah. a ch- and a cheeky. Well, that would be amazing. But you said Ivor, yeah. and then a cheeky Danny Alves for for, for a year. And That's Fernandez. What you said. But, I'm only, but I'm only expecting the Chelsea and Fernandez to come if Ericsson goes. Fine. Okay. So what, so out them three, you want to keep two. We'll, we'll go, you, I'd uh, like to. Uh, okay. Two, that, yeah. So that, but, so in your mind, we're starting against Villa. We've got yeah. that. We're challenging you. So well, we're, we're challenging and whatever happens if the window shuts tomorrow I'll still back the manager I'll still back the club you know the, the transfer window whilst it's open you want right. the club to strengthen right. when it closes it doesn't matter it's done you get on with your squad cool so so basically early in the week I tweeted out a tweet and I said this take it <laughs> chill out Twitter is what the first one I said and I said Le Celso and Sessignon will join okay Ericsson and Toby will stay uh, George, Kevin and Kuda and Wanyama will go out on loan. We've smashed our transfer record. Poch is having a laugh with the media. Take a chill. And 1,700 or 10% of my Twitter followers agreed with that. And you two, basically, after we're bickering for the first hour, have just agreed with the same thing. Yeah. So we're all on the same page, guys. The transfer window is not closed. And I still think the Celso and Sessignon will join. And I still think Ericsson and Toby will stay. Although, Jamie, window. you did look yeah. nervous when he was reading out that tweet. No, why why, why that face? I mean, in, in fairness, I, as I said, Are I agree with you realising now you didn't like it and he no, was going to no, check? No, 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 no. In, in fairness, I do agree <laughs> with that. And, and, and that's what I said. But I don't think that if we, that is our business, I don't think we'll be challenging Liverpool Man City for the title. I think there are other areas of the team that needed significant improvement. I think the four, I said that's back in Poch, and I think that Pochettino accepts that that wasn't going to be the case. That we're going to strengthen every well, area. You said Jay, we're going to need more than one window. Yeah, you did say that. You I said, need well, more and that's what I do area. believe. We'll, that's we'll, what I'm asking whether yeah. or not you'd be happy with really happy, happy with a good what window. I'm, what I'm happy with is back in Pochettino and getting yeah. in the one or two or three players, however many he wants. That's yeah. all I care about. Honestly, I don't care who we, you know, what names we saw. I've got no list. I've got no list of players that want out. I only want the players sold that Pochettino wants sold. And I only want the mm. players signed that Pochettino wants. So, so for example, then if Poch wants, I think I think we probably all agree that Poch wants the Celso, right? He yeah. seems from like what he wants him. From what we understand, and, yeah. And also Sessignon, so we want yep. them to in. We also know from your comments earlier that we want he wants to keep Ericsson because he's the yeah. ambitious type yeah. of people that we want to keep. We're not hundred percent certain if he wants to keep Danny Rose. Bit of a weird situation going on there, and so on and so forth. I actually think if we if we sign Sessignon and let Rose go. We we might be weaker than actually signing Cessnion and keeping Rose. I was on Agreed. the fence with Rose last last week, but you're talking about the squad as a whole. You know that whole weakness thing. So I agree. I would be. I, I have to say, I'll be mega happy with Ndombele, 
Ericsson and Toby staying, Lo Celso yep. joining, Cessignon joining. I mean, and the, 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 the cherry on the cake for me were out of that lot. If, if we got Danny Alves... On a 12-month deal. I mean, that, that would be ridiculous. That would allow Tottenham, yeah. I think, for 12 oh, no, months no. to go and scout the world. Go and scout the world for 12 months and then come over some 12 months and give us some targets. So even if some young players that they've Kane, looked at and they feel... Troy Parrott, yep. Mora, Son, yep. Ericsson, Deli Alley. I mean, Lamella, Lo Celso, uh, Dombele. I mean, Fernandez. <laughs> I think we're also, I mean, also we're in dreamland here, aren't we? We're Tottenham Hotspur, I, football club. But I, it doesn't feel like that, Lee, and this is the problem. From the outside I'm perspective, I'm, I'm really shocked. Uh, there feels like, I don't want to say a negative vibe around the club, but yeah, yeah. I am feeling that. And, I'll, and from the outside, I'll be like, I'm pinching myself, so I can't I can't understand why there is a little bit Chaz, of a go down into that, um, go, into that, um, go into that stadium, mm. and then you know what, what you feel like when you what want we're ambition. Trying to, what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep hold of Pochettino, and we need to keep him happy. Spot and we know that what we've done so far perhaps isn't going to keep him happy, because we've always said... Imagine giving imagine Pochettino when he's been allowed to spend, and, and and that's what Pochettino wants to now be the reality. He wants to now have that money to spend. Why is it always, it Jamie? Be- you've mentioned three times tonight. You've alluded to yes. like whatever the manager wants, whoever he wants, get him. Whoever he wants to sell, get him. If he's happy, I'm happy. Why is it what what the fans want and not the club? Because everyone's bigger. No one's bigger than the club. It's just for you. It seems like it's just about the manager. Yeah, I, I, I agree. yeah, I, th- I think it's, that's the case. I think that Pochettino. No, we know we've trust. You've got to trust Pochettino. But he's not bigger than the club. No, he's of course he's not, but he's also the best thing that's ever happened to the club in so long. And let's not kid ourselves; we probably wouldn't be where we are without Pochettino. And I don't, and, and maybe he's built us up to such a level that maybe if another manager was, you know, if he was to leave, a manager would come in and would be, you know, a very, a very top manager. But I think that we we've, we've got to do everything we possibly can to keep him happy. I am 100% in agreement with Jay. We're at a point now where this man has taken us from, you know, being a burnt club and being laughed at to on the brink of nearly winning the Premier League a couple of seasons before, get into a Champions League final. If you ever want to now, I know I keep saying back posh, I know he doesn't like that, that term, but if you ever want to support him and show him that you're fully behind right. him, now is the time to do it. Seven days left. Yeah. And, and by, by the way, this might be a bit of breaking news here, but I'm actually agreeing with these two. I mean, I do agree with you, but the back posh thing is, is a myth because we are backing him. We've just it's turned the way they to- do it, Lee. Is it, are they doing it the right way, though? Guys, we have just given him a billion pound stadium to work in. We've I think this is what I meant because I do agree he has brought the you world. from the brink we, to we've European just, Cup we've final. We've just given Pochettino the biggest transfer we've ever paid for since 1882. Like, what are you talking about? We're not backing him. In seven days' time, uh, I, unfortunately I won't be here, but you can you can came on Twitter. In seven days' time, if we haven't signed anyone else, then I, I might start to say to you, well, actually, maybe we didn't back him. But, but actually, how do you know that at the moment, Lee he hasn't got his dirty big checkbook out, 300 million, and he's trying to spend it, and this merry-go-round of transfer, you just don't know yet. I know people are laughing at me or whatever, but you don't know. No, we don't. I run a business. It's very, very complex, mm. okay? It's yeah, complex no, stuff doing big mm. deals for 30, 40 mm. million pounds. I'll give you an example with Arsenal. I just signed Pepe, right, for 72 million. The reason why they signed Pepe for 72 million, their target was Zaha. But they couldn't, Palace wouldn't do a deal with them in instalments. So in order for them to capex essentially the money, yeah. then ultimately, or, or OPEX, sorry, the, the money will pay over in instalments, they had to go for a different transfer. 
Mm. That's that's how complex stuff is. Do you see what I mean? And the fact that they had um, uh, I can't remember his name now, which is my credibility shot to pieces. But the guy that used to play Silvino, is it that used to play at Arsenal? Is the is Edu, the director? Edu, 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 whatever. Yeah. yeah, like he's. A, do you know what I mean there's a connection there? So that's why you get these stuff yeah. sort of stuff over the line. It's quite complex stuff. I, mm. I personally wouldn't read in too much to Chelsea uh, training with the team again. I still think there's a deal done there. Mm. I think that he's already told him he wants to be with us. I think Pochettino wants him. I think he's his second target outside of Ndombele. I think he'll come. Why is there this level of, not panic then, between Spurs fans when there is still a week in the window? it's Tottenham, isn't it? We don't believe this is the perception. Is this not every club though, not just Tottenham? I don't know, I don't know. But but the Spurs, it's the Spurs way, isn't it? It's it's the way we have been conditioned for, for all the stuff through the 90s and everything. We've been conditioned to be disappointed. Let's be brutal honest about it. We've all been conditioned as Tottenham fans to be disappointed. The nearly, oh, come the nearly cup. The nearly. The nearly. Yeah. Oh, we nearly signed that one. Oh, we nearly got that one over. Oh, we nearly won that trophy. I mean, I was talking to somebody on, on Twitter um, uh, earlier this week and they were saying about, oh, oh you know, uh, uh, Pochino tosses the um, the um, uh, domestic cups under the bus. He, he don't care about them. In five seasons, he's got to one uh, League Cup final, mm. one League Cup semi-final, two semi-finals in the FA Cup. That's hardly tossing them away. We haven't won them, I get that, but it's hardly tossing them away, is it? Mm. You know, it's the perception of the club and that Potticino talks about that so badly. He talks about the people's perception. And when he uses them words, he doesn't mean me or you. If he means the collective media, means everybody, the perception of. You know, there's there's so many times. I'm getting so irate. I've just put the water <laughs> everywhere. Sorry about that. I think, I think Lee, you're completely right there. I mean? Because the first time that I really, I thought, I'm Got so impressed with this guy. He was doing a press conference once and he said, Look, let's stop worrying about what other teams are doing. Let's stop worrying Focus about what us. they're doing. That's what I said. Let's uh, concentrate on us. This is what we're doing. It, yeah, and, and you know what? I thought that is a, this is the problem. Everyone's looking over their shoulder. What are they doing? Who, who are they signing? Who are we signing? Let's look at what we're doing here, what we're building here. And I thought that is such a difference in mentality here, but it's one that's going to work for Spurs. But the other thing as well, we all live in a world and we love it as well. Like I'm, I'm an old fart compared to everyone else, you know, on social media and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, the reality is we live in a world that everything's instant. It's yesterday. We've got yeah. the. If you want to know what's happened right now, you could, you've got all these devices. Everything you want is instantaneous. So when we haven't signed a uh, when we haven't signed a player, uh, uh, admittedly the whole transfer window is off for five hundred seventeen days. To be fair, but when we haven't signed a player, we're linked with someone who ain't got that overline in a day. It's unrealistic, people. Now, come, listeners, it is unrealistic to sign a player within twenty four hours of being linked with them via via a Twitter feed or via FIFA. Well, as we've said there, sometimes you don't always need to sign a player because there might be a future start in the academy. Love Sport. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport, and I've been joined with the last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen, Jamie Brand, all in the studio. The energy's still high, the atmosphere's still here. We've calmed down because we're agreeing now. It's not... You know, let's let's throw something in the mix. Let's get Lee annoyed again. Do you know, I can't understand this. Even, even, I've been, even I've done the transfers now for about an hour. So, <laughs> you know, it's great to maybe focus on the youth a little bit because they've been great in this pre-season, you know, the, the Audi Cup and what we've seen against the likes of Juventus and Real Madrid. And one of the guys I do want to speak about is Jafet Tanganga. You know, this guy, he's done very, very well. I'm glad I didn't have um, to say that. Name. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't have to <laughs> say it. Imagine me and you, Charlie, well, saying that name. Well, do you know what? His contract was up in the summer before he signed a new one-year deal. So I think it's going to be very, very interesting to see how many minutes he's going to get in the upcoming season if he's going to get cup games. Because to be fair, Joe, I don't know if you agree with me, he looks mm. like a real promising player that he could very much feature yeah, next it, season. It was, it was interesting because I've always, um, you know, you never want to hype these players up too much in pre-season. And, and kind of my original thoughts on Tan- Tanganga. Um, hey, play, Jamie, can we get a tweet on, on that? On. 
um, but playing was um, that you know maybe he was he, he'd look good in pre-season, but the more he's played and yesterday it was kind of it was another solid performance and he looks so composed. He looks as though he fits in straight away. He looks great next to Toby every time he's played. Uh, tackling is fantastic. Uh, he looks great on the ball. So there's a lot of promise there um, and, and potentially another very good option for the future for Spurs. But this could be another thing that we said. Lee said, look, we don't know what's happening at the training ground. You know, the manager might have seen a few players coming through. We don't need to go mad in this window. Could we see this as sort of what's happening, what Jamie's just mentioned there? Yeah, for sure. Look, I've run a business called War Talent and, you know, that was one of my, that was one of my um, you know, my biggest beliefs is, you know, that we, we should be looking at people's attitude, behaviour, coming through, making sure that they've got the right desire. And that's what one of Pochettino's beliefs mm. as well. And he's actually looking at these these youngsters. I know John, as part of the uh, last World on Spurs uh, team now as well, um, you know, he's the expert on, on, the, on the raw talent coming through the club. But the reality is that, you know, you're seeing these, these guys like Tanganga, you're seeing these guys like Wolves, you're seeing these guys like uh, Harvey White. You know, and, and don't forget, they've got role models that are just, just a little bit above them in terms of Harry Winks, only 22. And he's just come mm. through the same situation. Skip's got a lot of time last year and, and played well in preseason. Well, Harry Kane. I mean, there's a picture somebody posted on on, uh, on social media this week about Harry Kane standing there and all of, all of the, the the raw talent, I suppose, around him. I just I, I love it. And you know, for me, I would rather I would rather see a Harry Winks or a, a Harvey yeah. White or a Jack Wells, a KWP come through the ranks and be a superstar and actually wait a year before or, or then splashing out fifty million quid on the, on the, on on some guy that we don't even know is going to work. A homegrown player always means more to He's the one fans, of our don't own. it? Yeah. He's one of our own, and you know that's the reality. Look at Trent Alexander as a fullback for Liverpool. Yep. That's the same thing. Like we've done one of the things that Pochettino. You said he's a genius, and I absolutely agree with you. He's, he's best manager we've had since uh, Sir Bill Nick, of course, in my opinion. But but the reality of the situation is that bringing homegrown talent through the through the ranks is yeah. is more important for me personally, my beliefs, than, than anything else. I would rather see us start with homegrown talent than £70, £80 million pound players. Well, we've had another caller in. I'm glad to say we've got Andy on the line now. Andy, we've been split tonight. The Spurs fans, you know, Summer San, we're panicking. Transfer window, we need to be doing more. Lee San, let's wait, let's see it out. What do you reckon so far, Andy? Oh, I don't know. To be honest, I'm, I'm getting a bit nervous myself. Uh, <laughs> don't uh, waver, don't waver. It's all going to be yeah, good, Andy. It's all going to be good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to whatever Ricky said. To be honest, I'm seeing all the different tweets, thinking, "Oh, he's a good player. He's good." But to be honest, I'll just I'll take anyone at this point. I'm fine with it. <laughs> don't get that point. Don't, don't get you, that don't point. Get we're desperate, Andy. Andy, but you did hear Jamie earlier, didn't you? It's a two-in, two-out system. You know, if you're not on the guest <laughs> list, you're not coming in. So <laughs> James, not down, yeah, I like that, Charlie. I like it. Oh God, no, I, I don't know. It's, um, I suppose it's just the typical uh, Mr. Levy mind games. We have to we have to see what happens, but. Uh, I'm hopeful of uh, Le Celso coming in. I think that's that's the sort of deal we all expect to be done. It's just one of those. I think he's going to try and haggle the price down as much as he can. But uh, I fully expect Le Celso to come in. And I don't know. It's, it's a tough one because I, I I kind of feel as though if we if we had signed Le Celso say two weeks ago and we've already got Ndombele in the door, I think people would be a lot more relaxed about the whole situation. Mm. But in reality, we I think we all know it's, it's not that easy. So. But but Andy, okay, I, 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 yeah, I, I agree with you. But you know, people a bit more relaxed. You know, the point you just made there. You know, if we got them a couple of weeks ago, but but does Daniel Levy care about that? Does Pochino care about that? You know, with respect to us as fans, obviously they care about the fans. But just because we're getting a little bit itchy feet on social media, thinking, oh, we need that person in, is it is it going to make the difference? The point that Rick made earlier about getting a pre-season under him and all that, I, I get all of that stuff. But but the reality is, it's, it's weird actually. We're, we're doing these hashtags about back Poch, and none none of Daniel 
believe you or, or, or no. watch it and it's even on social media. So it's kind of a little bit like, you know... You know we're, yeah. They're not on it, but I mean, the account... And, and I'm not going to sit and say they're, they're monitoring Twitter. They're not, but they do acutely, you know, see what fans are feeling. That's the truth, you know, with podcasts, with anything media related. Mm. The club, don't, don't be fooled. They know exactly what is being, you know, reported and how fans feel. And they want to keep positive energy. And Andy, let me ask you then. So I know you called to speak at Daniel Levy. What do you want to say about him? Where, where would you be at the end of this window then if Spurs didn't strengthen or you know didn't look to push on with the squad they've got at the moment? Uh, yeah, to be honest, it's, it's really what you guys have just brushed on. I was I was just going to ask if you thought he got um, if he received unfair criticism or because I know there's a lot of people who leave you in, leave you out. I just wanted to hear what you chaps thought because like me and my dad, we have uh, quite hefty discussions about this. Myself personally, I think we could be doing more and I think a lot of Spurs fans agree with that uh, whereas my dad's of the mindset that this is the best team we've had in 20 or God 50 years more mm-hmm. like and um, he's quite content with it getting to the Champions League final stuff like that it's it's once in a lifetime opportunities but uh, yeah is, like it, is that myself, Andy just I, I, I don't think we've got enough. I think we need a lot more. Do, do you think that's a generational thing? I mean, I don't know how old you are. I don't know how old, dad, how old your dad is, but maybe your dad's been through longer lean or barren spells than what you have as a Spurs fan, and that's maybe why your dad's mindset's slightly different. Because I'm in mean, your dad's camp, to be fair. I mean, I, I you know, I worked for our previous chairman, and, and I did do for three years, and he was an absolutely oh, right. brilliant boss. Uh, I absolutely loved uh, Lord Sugar, uh, Sir Alan Sugar, um, and, and he essentially saved our club from the brink. I would say, some people would say, not as the case may be, but he also uh, was the custodian of a club during the 90s where actually we signed some epic players like Jurgen Klinsmann in 1994 and all that, and them guys, yeah. but also some utter dross. I mean, yeah. Christian Gross, for example, came in as our manager and so on and so forth. So when, when your dad says things like, we've got the best team, the best... Uh, I, I 100% agree with him. And, and under the custodianship of Levy, so you, and, and we've got the best stadium in the world and the yeah. best transfer... For, uh, transfer, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that was, a, that was a slip of tongue. Best, <laughs> best, uh, best training facilities and so on and so forth. So the, the, the thing is, for me, is what an unbelievable time to be a Tottenham Hotspur fan. And actually, if we're only getting... I say only, and I, I mean that with, with a bit of jest, but if we're only getting a bit het up over a couple of transfers, mm. actually, that's a, that's a good place to be. I mean, look at the likes of Bolton. And Barry and all these clubs that are lower down the league, yeah. you know, they're, you know, they're, they're, you know they're, they're struggling to even survive. Yeah, you know, yeah. so you know, so I'm not saying that we should be capping content. I get what you boys are yeah. saying about ambition, and I believe you, me, I'm very, very ambitious individual. But I'm looking mm. at Tottenham Hotspur, and I'm saying, look, you know, if if we can, if we could win, if we could win the Premier League title in the next in in Tottenham Hotspur 2.0 which is the next five years, would all of us sitting here be happy? And the answer would be 100% course, yes. Yeah, so the reality is, chill out. Got some time, I think we? also, I said that Pochettino has a lot to do with where we are now, but I think Daniel Levy does as well. I think he certainly has, with the training ground that he's delivered, he's, you know, so many small details that he's put in it to make it the absolute best it can be. With the stadium, he's made it absolute the best stadium that he possibly could have done. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe you could say he could do a bit more with transfers, but, you know, I think Daniel Levy has done a fantastic he, job. He Spurs. did, just to interact with you there, Jamie, he did come out the, uh, last week when we was in, when it, when we was in Asia, when mm. we signed another £350 million 
and deal with Air Force sponsorship, yeah. which is also unbelievable deal, by the way. He also come out and said, look, now this is the time to start investing in the team. Yeah. So, so it's not as if he's sitting there going, yeah, I'm saying one thing, but I'm doing another. I do believe mm. they are working hard. It's just difficult to get them over the yeah. line, maybe. I don't know. As yeah. I've said with Daniel, and I, I reiterate it, on this show, I think we're all in the agreement that we all back Daniel Levy. You know, I think there's been times, as I keep saying, where, you know, he always does things in the best interest of the yeah. club. And some of that does harm the club. Some of it is good for the club. If you look at that stadium, for example, we have to, have to wait a bit longer. But when you get in there, it's very hard to be critical of the club and just how magnificent it is. But, you know, Lee makes the point that he has come out and said, you know, he wants to strengthen the squad. And the reality is, we're going to see. We're going to see in seven days' time if it's going to be strengthened. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, we have to trust Maurizio at the end of the day. I would like to think he hasn't stayed if he genuinely didn't feel in his heart of hearts he was going to get the players he wants. But, you know, in this segment, we have to mention, you know, the young Jack Rolls, a young player that the way yeah. he tucked this penalty away, you know, and Maurizio's nod of approval when he did tuck it away in that penalty shootout against Bayern Munich, you know, was great. And that's another mentality thing. I know it was only a friendly, but penalty shootout, stuff like that, it's important the players do get that exposure to it because we've seen it in cup competitions, how much we've been done out by penalty shootouts. It's yeah. great to go through these competitions. There's some great youngsters there. They're going to get more games next season. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think what we've all kind of come to the conclusion is that we want to make sure Maurizio's happy. I think we all agree that he's so important to the club. Should we pay him whatever he wants? I would. <laughs> yes. God, to keep him, yeah. I mean, for me, he's more important than any player in this football club. Maurizio Pochettino, yeah. for me, is the biggest person to keep happy in this club. Andy, do you agree with that? Pay him what he wants? Oh, yeah. Back, back the manager. Back the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag back Poch. Hashtag backwatch. Yeah, and and you just got his name right, Charlie. Get right. in there, Andy. Come on, Charlie. <laughs> Andy, on that Thanks, note, Andy. we'll leave it there. Really appreciate you calling there. I just wanted to ask you then, Jamie. You said, look, it might take a few windows, yeah. you know. It's going to yeah. take a few transfer windows. Yeah. So then why are Spurs panicking? Why, do you, why are you saying that you need more now? Because it's very hard, yeah. every window, to yep. sign two or three marquee players. Lee just said it's really difficult to get yep. deals over the line. You've just signed a huge marquee player, a transfer record signing. Mm. Is two quite a lot to expect? I think for any club, there's only so much you can do in every window. If you're giving it a little bit of time, then what's wrong with yeah, this one? Potentially, I think I think that, that that is a good point. But look, I think we're we're certainly trying to get this Lacelso deal done. We are we clearly that we are working very hard on it. Just about you know getting it over the line and, and paying what they want. Um, and and you have it does concern me. You know that maybe we might have moved on. That he's back in training. You know, I just don't want us to to have go, gone away for the deal because we're missing out on. You know, we're, we're short of ten million or whatever. He's only getting in shape for Spurs. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, no, that's a good point. Uh, no, no, I agree. Okay. Yeah, I think Jay's key in the fact that with Lachelso, and we come away from Chelsea, we're going back to him. <laughs> but Jay makes the point that he's clearly been the identified summer target for yes, a while, Jay, hasn't yes, he? Because yeah, he's been linked throughout the summer with yeah. Fernandez. We know when doing these transfers that at the very start of the window there was you know small, you'd say soft murmurs. Yeah, there was little bits of talk. I mean, it's clear that he's a guy that we like, but whether he's maybe an alternative, mm. um, and, and, and it's all because he's kind of of the same price range and, mm. and, and whether, again, we're going to go and try and think that we can knock his price down rather than Betis. Because, but I think Betis, it's been very clear. I think um, Roma came out and said how hard Betis were to negotiate with mm. this summer with Paul Lopez when they signed a yeah. former Spurs goalkeeper. Um, and, 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 and so I think that the, the Betis have been very difficult with us. We've got um, to just say one thing, though. Undumbele three games into his reign yes. has already lifted a trophy yeah. <laughs> you know Obama Yang for example how long has he been there for <laughs> and at Europa League there's a cracking picture going around I know it's only pre-season before Arsenal fans start going mad we've had tweets going through the roof about you know getting bites and stuff but 
listen, I think, you know, Sissoko, for example, Winks, I'm really excited to see that midfield. Yeah. Of course, I like it that, beefed up, but it's a great midfield leader. You sound more positive, Ricky. You yeah, better watch no, that, yourself. That, <laughs> say, like, you better calm down over there. He's getting excited. Let's <laughs> yeah, just, that, it's just fast forward till, um, till next week where the transfer window's fi- finished and just say that we have... have stopped on what we've got now you look at that three across the midfield oh, yeah. if he plays yeah. Sissoko a Winks and a Ndombele with a Moore and a Sonny <laughs> yeah, it's a good midfield it's still a good midfield it's a good on, midfield talk to yeah. me you've still got Deli Alley in the mix you've still got Christian Eriksen in the mix you've got to play wide so front, a front three of Kane and then you've got um, uh, uh, Son and Moore you can then drop a, a Son or you drop a Moore you can play a Diamond you can play a 4-4-2 which I don't think that's going to happen you know, I do agree with you on the fullback situation but with that uh, you know, with that steal in midfield that's going to really you know Part of the issue last year was all of the things that um, Paul mentioned earlier about all of the um, the caller earlier about um, uh, you know the World Cup and blah 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 and all this sort of stuff. Uh, no, it, was, it was on the it was on the WhatsApp, and, and none of that's there now. And also part of the issue was, and I've said this so many times, we used three goalkeepers in the first four weeks of last season. Three goalkeepers. Yep. I don't think that's ever happened. We also ch- uh, changed our back line, so either our back four, back five, and our goalkeeper about twenty nine times. Last year in the that's, Premier that's League, an, that's the issue, though. That's, that's a massive a, issue. I, I isn't agree. It? That is an issue that we had to change it that much because, as I said, I think we saw when when Leicester won the league, they won the league on having that continuity. About 14, in their 15 team. players, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, and, sure. and, and, and the same with Liverpool when they were so good last year. They had, I mean, City obviously start, um you know, they're different because they've got so many talented players. But with Liverpool, we've always had kind of the same you, team. So. You, I agree. And, and you mentioned earlier, one of the callers or whatever took me to town on, um, you know, one player's not going to make a difference and, and Dembele, you know, we need more, we need more. And Chris Callum was saying it last week and all that sort of stuff. But let me just cast your minds to this. Virgil van Dijk for Liverpool was absolutely... Uh, transformed uh, the whole team. Uh, yeah. Transformed yeah. the absolute team. Mm. You know, it let was me the just, one piece you know, they were missing, Wembley, weren't it? At Wembley, we ripped him a new one and beat yeah. him 4-1. It was a love run at the back. and They put in... How do we know? I'm not saying he will be, although I do think he will. But how do you know that Ndombele is not going to have the same effect? You well, just not just don't that. Know that. If we can somehow trick Lamella into thinking that pre-season's a 38-game <laughs> season, we could have a superstar on our hands. Let yeah. me just say that. Let's just trick Lamella into on, thinking it's all on, pre-season. On the Lamella thing as well, though, Rick. I mean, you know, I know we're having a bit of a jest, but last last season he actually started. He had the That's, best start to the season yeah. that he ever had, and then he got injured. It's hard because with Lamella, we've championed him for what four or five seasons. But this he is going to be the season. Opportunity to be a hero against Liverpool at Wembley. And when we lost 2 1, he could have made it 2 2. He had an mm. opportunity to make 1 1 at yep. Wembley against Man City when we lost 1 0 to a Mara's six minute goal and it was bobbling all over the gaff. He had, he's had opportunities to p- score decent or big goals and he's never done it. And then Lucas Moore comes on the pitch, boom, hat trick against yep. uh, Huddersfield, bang, two goals against Man United, hat trick in the Champions League semi final, announced. Mm. So, so, you know, and again, I go back to a point that Jamie made a brilliant point last season, you know, freshening up squad, bringing new players in does, does make other people step up just being linked with a La Celso is making Lamella have a better pre-season well, because that's the position yeah. they're going to play yeah. him in right well we've heard what the manager had to say and after the break let's hear what Harry Kane had to say about the situation this is Love Sport you're listening to the Spurs fan show here on Love Sport with me Charlie Hawkins and I've been joined by the boys from the last word on Spurs, Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jamie Brand. We have been talking a little bit about what you three think needs to be done in the window. Does the manager need to be back? There's a lot to be said. Now let's hear what Harry Kane had to say about the situation. I think we have to try and obviously go as far as we can. 
in the last few years we've come second, third, fourth, so uh, there's only one place of course we, we want to go. But we know it'll be tough, of course, Man City, Liverpool, they set the standard last year, so it's down to us to improve and get better and, and hopefully we can come out on top. Jamie, what do you think about that then? He's saying we do need more, we need to challenge. We've, you know, mm. We heard there we had a caller earlier saying second, third and fourth, we've been there, we've yeah. done it. We need to take that next step. He's yeah. even coming out and saying stuff through yeah. the media now. No, definitely. I think, look, one thing from last year, as much as it was so disappointing to lose that final, just having that experience, I think that that will take all the players to a different level. I think that that's going to massively improve them in, in terms of when they get those opportunities in, in the third, latter stages of the Champions League, they'll know how to negotiate these different stages and it will be in the Premier League as well. I'm sure they'll have so much more confidence from, from having re reached that final. So I think that, that, that he's spot on. Well, I'm delighted to say we've had another caller. We've been joined by James from Essex. James, thank you for joining the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport. What are your thoughts on the transfer we window? Um, I'm not too fast about the transfer window, to be oh, honest. Oh, um, James, music to my no, ears. <laughs> yeah, I, th I, think we've got, I think we need a little bit of improvement, but yeah. I think um, Poch really set us up for a, a big, a lot of changes. Perhaps he, he shouldn't have done, but um, I'm, I'm really happy with the squad. I think it's, I think it's a good squad. I think Underbelly is going to be brilliant. Uh, I love the youth players coming through. Mm. Not too fast. I mean, if we get one or two more, that's fine, but I'm one of those... Uh, Happy clappers that um, people will be uh, slagging off on uh, Twitter. James, can I ask you? <laughs> I'd be well there. Yeah. Very good question. What do you deem then? Right, you say you're happy with the squad. What do you deem in a success for Tottenham next season? Uh, the season upcoming. What would you say is successful for Tottenham? Um, I, I think progression on, on what we're doing. I think I think um, I'm a little bit worried about the league, the way it ended, and I think um, uh, Poch. I, I don't know if Mbappé is going to make that much of a difference. I hope he does, but we need to. We need to get. Uh, we need to nail that this year. To be fair, um, and, and another good round in the Champions League. Um, that, that's how I. That's where I'm happy. I don't think it has to be all today. You know, we're not. We're not Man City. We don't have their royal money. We've mm. organically progressed over yep. the last twenty, thirty years. And I think anyone who's criticising Levy now for lack of investment is just mental, literally mental. Mm. So any kind of progression, stay in the top four, challenge. It'd be nice to win a cup. Would be nice to win an FA Cup or something. That that would be good. James, one area um, in the team. John, James, one area in the team that that does really concern me is uh, the fullback area. I mean, what what are your thoughts on the fullbacks? I was convinced that um, Foyth would would do a good job, but he didn't look yeah. fantastic in that friendly yesterday, and then he went and got injured. So um, I think we're going to need someone right back now. Um, left back, Danny Rose. I'm sure he'll have another good season. Uh, Sessegnon would be good if we can get him he looks like he's mm. got a bit of talent and obviously Davies is very solid so mm. just on the right back now now that Foyth is gone uh, I don't know how long he's going to be out but yeah I wasn't worried quality stuff I mean yeah. I'll just I'll just talk to you about um, you know where we were last year uh, the, uh, the back end of last year so at the end of February um, we mm. played we played Burnley we were two points yeah. off of Man City and I think yeah. f at the time three points off of the top of the table before we played Burnley now we all know what happened uh, we, we had a shocker we ended up losing 13 games in that season we won more weirdly enough than uh, than uh, the, the title challenge seasons got, uh, have gone by but ultimately we, uh, we we fell away and but then we got to the Champions League finals and so forth do we see with the squad that we've got being able to pick up another 
eight, 10, 12 points throughout that particular season, t- turning some of them losses into draws. Or We only drew one game the whole season last mm. year. So it's wins or losses yeah. rather than draws. I suppose the point I'm making is at, to, at the end of February, for Tottenham still to be right in the hunt for the title with, with Man City and Liverpool, who, by the way, are so far in front of us, they're not that far in front of us, are they? It was only two more months of football. And I say only, but it's two more months worth of football, whereby if we'd have prioritised or if we'd have changed something different, maybe that's where the squad comes in or the fitness or lack of fitness because of the England and injuries. And when we, we had injury after injury after injury, if we could keep everybody... And that's all if and buts. And that's what I was saying the whole evening. That's what I've been saying. We're, we're having a go at stuff, but actually we don't really know. So until it happens, you can't say, can you? James, we really appreciate you giving us Thanks, a call. James. Thank Cheers, you for James. that. We've also been joined by Adrian from Edmonton. He wants to talk about... Adrian's corner. <laughs> Adrian's corner. <laughs> yes, Adrian. How are you? All right, I'm fine, guys. Yeah, the right-back situation. Well, I want to talk about that and about Poch. Yeah, I mean... Hashtag I think we're Poch. covered. I mean, I know Fife has turned his ankle, but don't forget he's suspended like Sonny. Mm. That's a good point. Great games, point, Yeah, great point, but, So, Carl Walker appears are expected to play against Inter Milan and against Villa because you can't destroy the existing right-back's confidence. But I still think that Dyer can do a job at right-back. But I still believe, like I said to you the other week, Sissoko's the fastest player at the club. He's a tank. He can tackle. I think he can do a job at right-back. Yeah. I'd, I'd potentially say Sissoko could do a good job. I think I definitely agree with you, but I think you'd have to be in perhaps a back five. I, I really would not... I'd have slight concerns over yeah, his defensive ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and I, I do think you make a point. How many times did he have to cover for Trippier at last year? And, and so, so <laughs> yeah, I, he, was, he was playing right back when exactly, he last year. Well, he pretty much played exactly. So um, no, I, I think it's a good shout. But I think if that was to happen, maybe it would have to be a back five. I mean, for me, I just don't know about Carl Walker Peters. I mean, he's 22 now. I would have thought if he was going to be, you know, the real deal, we would have kicked on by now. But I was disappointed with him last season. You know, maybe he didn't get enough opportunity, so maybe that's the case. Um, well, you could get Aurea to take a throw in properly. Yeah. Got loads of tape. <laughs> I mean, maybe they, Pots can get a tune out well, of him. I think. Well, I think the the thing with the fullbacks is if it, he's got, you know, if he's going to stick with what he's got, he's got to be have a number one choice. I think with last year, he kind of. Uh, didn't give Walker Peters enough chances. You know, he kept on rotating between Trippier and Aurier, and I think that that kind of, as I said, having that continuity in your game always makes you a better player. So that's what I want to see next year. I want to see if he's going to stick with um, what he's got. He's going to have to choose a number one choice for right back. It, just on that right back quickly there as well. It has probably been really frustrating as well that Ori has been injured because yeah. he was away, wasn't he, with yep. um, with the Africa Cup of Nations, yes. and then he's got injured as well. And he's, he hasn't had a preseason now, mm. so it's kind of like you know, in our mindsets, we've we've actually put, now we've um, fought injured. We've actually got one fit right back right now, yeah. which is KWP. Yeah. Which I, I, I'm happy with the KWP fan club. I think he's one of our own, right? So I'm, I'm happy with him. But is he world class? Is he going to take us to the Premier League title? <sighs> Probably not. I don't know. Adrian, brilliant. All right, cheers. We really appreciate that. Thanks, I don't Adrian. know if we lost cheers, him there, Adrian. but Adrian's corner there, apparently, talking about <laughs> the right-back situation. Really glad for the callers there. It was an influx of callers. It was all went a bit mental, but the Spurs fans need to know. Right-back situation, transfers. Ricky, you have been tweeting, texting away. He's waiting for this breaking news. Let's talk about it, because we did start it at the show. We didn't mm. really address it, but it was just breaking news before we come on air. Bruno mm. Fernandes. We've not yep. really spoke about it 
uh, in great deal. Yep. Is this someone that you would really want on board as well? Do you know what? This is difficult. I mean, Jay, me and Jay spoke about it outside before Mr. McQueen turned up. And the reality is that... I'm looking pretty good, though, not I? It's looking pretty light. Looking no. fantastic. <laughs> it, it was worth the wait. The truth is that we've been linked with Lachelsea for the majority of the summer. I mean, there was soft rumours, as we discussed, me and Jay, you know, at the start of the window with Bruno Fernandes. And it's clear that Spurs have got the issue with Lachelsea, where they're obviously arguing against a release clause. And I do feel that, again, this could be a situation where we discussed Dybala the other week, and he hasn't really been brought up in this show. Because let me tell you something, when that guy's on 350 grand a week, mm, Spurs goes. aren't touching that deal. Yeah, they're sure. not touching that deal whatsoever. It was a pipe dream. Listen, we would love Dybala to come in, but are those kind of wages? It's not going to be We do it to ourselves. We, sometimes we, we do, do it to ourselves, we do. didn't we? we do. Dybala, yeah. Yeah, we, like, we didn't even talk about him before somebody no. somewhere went oh he might come yeah. and then all of a sudden it blew mm. up everyone's going mad for him and now everyone's really disappointed he's not mm. coming where I did it blow up from? I think with on Dybala I'd say I mean obviously it's very disappointing we're going for him I mean that was been exactly the ambition we wanted to see but I think he was kind of a guy that Juve may be looking to sell and I think he was kind of offered to Daniel Levy and we're like oh yeah he's mm. a good player but then obviously the wages and, and maybe Juve's demands kind of mm. put us off just so. on Fernando so, yeah. know, he's, he's a guy that you know last season yeah. he's got staggering stats Very out there you know, yeah, 51 yeah. matches he's, he's 32 goal goals scores. 17 assists the midfielder with the most goals in one season of the, in the world you know in terms of the goals he actually contributed and he was attracting a lot of high interest and my only mm. concern is I asked to Jay outside and Lee, I don't know what you think about this and you as well Chase why has no one else got in for him well, well, Man United have been heavily linked, but why have no one else, if he's been doing that well, why have mm. no one else really gone on at the start of the summer and wanted to make a statement and gone to buy him? That's my only concern. Well, well let me ask you for a question, right? because no you said we want Spurs to make m- more activity mm. in this yeah. window. What activity, though? Do you want another marquee player like Fernandez, or do you want the right back and the winger sorted out? Because there's a difference. Do you want another yeah. great name, a flair player, which Spurs I don't think really need, or do you want a position of need to be addressed? But I think they're looking at the likes of Fernandez and Lachelsea because they're deeply concerned that Eriksen doesn't want to be there. And mm. I don't think they'd be yeah, looking at those it. players yeah. if they honestly thought, mm. if Eriksen's committed to the club and he's going to sign that new deal and he's not going to, in 12 months or 18 months' time, want to go, then I don't think there's a need to pursue maybe both Fernandes and Lachelso. But if there's a concern with Eriksen like there is, I think that's why, Jay, you may be if I'm wrong here, that's why they are looking at these two players, right? I, I do. Th- I think that maybe it's a slight concern. I do, I do worry that maybe Eriksen might go later on in the window. So... Um, I think Fernandez would be a very. I think he'd be a very good signing for Spurs. I think he does seem a very talented player. Um, maybe people are kind of put off because he's you know he's playing in the Portuguese league. He's still mm. young and mm. and he's going to cost what seventy seventy odd million. So I was gonna, it's a risk. I was going to ask you a different question actually to, to you guys and to the listeners out there as well. Is what makes a marquee signing? What defines a marquee signing? Because I'll be honest with you, right? I love football. I watch it all the time. I drive my family mad with it. I talk about it. I love it. I what I'm sitting at home away. I love it. I've never heard of Bruno Fernandes. Never heard of him. Never heard of Lachelso. Right? Because I don't watch them leagues. So, okay, I'm not saying that it, it always mm. stops me, but the point being is, Lachelso is all of a sudden 75, 80 million euros, right? It's but he, he, didn't he go from PSG for like 20, 20 million? 20 million. Yeah. Joined he was only on loan and he just joined yeah. with them. So, the point being is, when you say, Charlie, do you want a marquee signing? In my head, a marquee signing is somebody's been there, done it. Uh, got absolute experience on doing that and actually can add the, the sprinkling of stardust and you'll know who I'm talking about right? I'm not going to say his name but that is <laughs> that is that is the type of marquee signing when you look at a Fernandez or a Lachelso even or what 
to me, they're not marquee signings. The only thing that makes them marquee is the, is the bloody price. No, that's what I was going to say, because now fans, we don't know some of these players that being, we're being linked with, but we see 70 million, 80 million, and 65, think, wow. we go, oh, yeah. what, what, what player saying. we got here? What is this yeah. player we've got on our hands here? Very I special. Remember, I remember when Mane went to um, uh, to Liverpool, and I think they paid something like 36 or 37 yeah. million or something. And I thought, that is ridiculous for him. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. It's good business in the end of it's the day. It's been an unbelievable been buy. Well, there is one more game of football until the real football kicks off. Next, we're going to be talking a little bit about Inter Milan. This is Love Sport. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport with me, Charlie Hawkins, and I've been joined with the boys. I keep saying that with the boys from the last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jamie Brand. Football, real football is nearly upon us. Aston Villa game is just round the corner. We do still have, though, one more friendly to go. Inter Milan, we've played a lot of European giants <laughs> in this preseason. We've got one more to go. How are we feeling about this game? Delighted. Back at home as well. And that's the great thing, being back mm. at that lane. I tell you what, when you walk in there, no matter if we've signed anyone or not or yeah. whatever happens... You can't feel anything but love when you go in that yeah. stadium. To be as close as you are to the pitch, I'm, you know, I'm going mad about it now. I've been in there quite a few times. It's yeah. such a special, special place. I and thought you was going to go out there the weekend with a big sign uh, walking around going, where's my transfers? <laughs> where's my transfers? <laughs> don't, don't, don't give me ideas, Lee, for God's sake. <laughs> no, but honestly, I'm really looking forward to the Inter Milan game. You know, great chance to see hopefully yeah. Dembele up close and personal. I'm really looking forward to that. And... We'll see what comes of it. You know, the most important thing is, like I say, players that get minutes. I'm hoping the one fourth injury isn't too serious. We've laughed and joked about the fullback situation, but you know, if he's going to be an option for Maurizio, we don't want to be in a situation where you know we haven't we are going to be without him. So, fingers crossed, he's going to have the players out there that the majority of them, I would presume, Jay, are going to be available for the Villa game as well. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's definitely it's going to be such an exciting day. I think the atmosphere will be great being back at the lane. Um, obviously, a great first, oh, not fourth season there, but um, I think having that's going to be such a. I think. We talk about transfers, you know, that's going to be such a massive boost for Spurs. Um, I think that's, I a, you know, Please. That, I mean, that's that's probably the best addition we'll make all season. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a massive list being back in that new stadium. And, um, yeah, it's going to be an exciting game. It's an amazing place, isn't it? Jack? Exactly. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, honestly, I'll sit in the wall um, and the place is absolutely rocking. I mean, that mm. Champions League game against Ajax was ridiculous. You couldn't even hear the Champions League music. Um, the, the fans, the noise. Yeah. It, uh, it was it was incredible. Yeah, incredible. Like, absolute amazing stadium. The place blows you away. Um, if you haven't been, go and do a tour. Um, some people oh, I'm going to do a tour. Do it. It is absolutely awesome. You know, you've mm. got um, all of the microbrewery in there and all that sort of stuff uh, uh, down at Beavertown. It's, it's superb. It's yeah. absolutely fantastic, the, the stadium. And th- again, that's another reason why I, I suppose I can hear your frustrations about the whole transfers thing because what we can offer top top players now is is yeah. ridiculous you know and in one of the best cities in the world for, it means sure. everything I mean, you don't want to play for, for mm. in, in London for example so um, I'm unfortunately well I say unfortunately I can't wait actually I'm going on holiday but so <laughs> I, I missed uh, I missed the uh, the Villa game um, I missed the uh, the Inter game as well because you're missing my, deadline day I'm missing deadline day I missed, I missed <laughs> the Villa game because of my it's my my eldest daughter's eighth birthday on that day and I could not get that one over the line so, but you know what happens uh, is I think that people are seeing the trend that if you don't back transfers you don't come on the show for a couple of weeks yeah <laughs> Jason's yeah. been off a couple of weeks. Yeah, he's going off now. I've been fired, I mate. promise you, it's no, it. it's no coincidence. He's coming back. Don't worry. The, t- mate, the toughest we'll show on TV, back. and I didn't get fired. No, <laughs> fired because I don't like transfers. <laughs> Amazing oh stuff. But yeah, I think I think you know for for, for me the, the new season. I think Villa. It, 
I mean, they've spent 115 yeah. million. We're talking about spending money. They've, they've, they've just got mad. Tom Heaton today, which yeah. has gone under the radar. Eight million quid quality goalkeeper. Yeah. Mm. I think it's a fantastic signing. Dean Smith knows it's been very, very difficult to beat Dean Smith teams. Um, and ultimately, for, for Villa, they've come up potential. Uh, you talk about a banana skin mm. or whatever. It's you know, a free Jack hit Greenish, you know, hit. you yeah. know he's going to score some outrageous free kick. I played kick it. You was linked with for a long that's time. Right. That's why he's going to do yeah. it. So, you know, we've got to be, uh, we've got to be on it. And I, and I think come back to a point Jamie made earlier. I think Kane looked epic in yeah. in preseason. I, I think yeah. Lucas looks on it. I think we've got some really good stuff going on, and we just got to be ready for that. Yes, yeah, spot on. That's what it's about being ready, and that's why you got to use that Inter Milan game. I mean, will he use the Inter Milan well, game? Like, first I was going to ask you, do you think he's going to experiment with the formation, or do you think it will be the same? What do you think? I don't know. He's been playing with a diamond didn't he like yeah, in, in yeah, pre-season so yeah, do you know what I mean is he going to you know, when, when you used to look at Man City lineup, they they basically line up you've got uh, obviously Edison goal and you, you, they, they take a back four and then it's three and a three yeah. in it. so it's a four three three is basically <coughs> what they line up with and actually we've now got the formation or the players if you like to be able to play that formation I mean mm. so but, but he hasn't lined up in that way he's no. more lined up as a diamond so uh, maybe a bit of experimental but it'd be getting minutes in their legs wouldn't it yeah that would be yeah, can I just say, guys? Uh, we obviously put a survey out l- earlier last week. Survey to- sounds like family fortune. It does. It was a bit. Our family survey says. Our survey says. <laughs> I just want to thank every single person that listens to the show for filling in that mm. survey. Obviously, we're very, very keen for the upcoming season to try and grow and improve the last word on Spurs. Actually, try and give you more content. Now, we have got a very, very special announcement coming your way on Saturday afternoon for those UK fans of ours and Americans. Please g- just keep it on our Twitter page. We've got something very, very special coming your way. Where I'm really really excited for the new season both for Spurs both for the last word on Spurs we've got a wonderful team here you know I've got to say the point that obviously I was on my wedding at a time where I had a, a break from the show and like to Jamie stepped in Lee Jason Chris you know obviously we've got John now to add to what's a fantastic team and um, I'm so looking forward to the new season these mm. boys have you know stuck with us through thick and thin and we've got so much exciting times to come Jamie I mean, we've had some great times already on the show haven't we in the, in the space you've been here yeah definitely I mean there's so many exciting shows I think we were mentioning the show we had after the Champions Six semi-final, mm. so so many great times, and yeah, yeah, I think we're going to have plenty more next season. That yeah. Champions League semi-final was ridiculous. It was literally yeah. off the chart. I mean, I, I couldn't c- control my emotions in Amsterdam. No. It was mental, no. absolutely mental. We just want to be and there I again. Can't wait, we want to be there again, Lee. Didn't we? That's, that's, why, that's one yeah. of the reasons why people get so hit up and frustrated about transfers because we don't need football for like what? <laughs> two people days. are thirsty we for need transfer football. news. Come yeah. on, talk to me. We need football. I cannot wait. Come on, you Spurs. I know. I don't care what football it is this. Weekend, I'm going to be watching so much of the Championship oh, League oh, One and League Two. It's going to be yeah, absolutely yeah. Uh, it's be ridiculous. Banging, yeah. It's just football's sure. back, yeah, yeah. but meaningful football. Yeah. I can't get into pre-season at all. No, no. I mean, I feel sorry for my wife because I've been watching a lot of pre-season. <laughs> I've, I've tried to kind of keep it quiet that like the football's back on the radar, but it's very hard <laughs> when you're sitting there all day watching it. Mm. It is. But it is. Keep tuned, guys, for our Twitter account. Honestly, keep an eye on it. We've got more yeah. last word on Spurs content coming your way. Perfect tease, Ricky. See, that's what a tease is in the business. Just keep your eye open Saturday. We're not quite sure what it is, but stay <laughs> around with the last word on Spurs, boys, because last season they did get to the semi-finals, but next year it's going to be bigger and better. Not just the football inside of things, but last word on Spurs as well, ain't it? We're on, Chaz. Come yeah. on, yeah. Come on, you Spurs. And next week, I'm very excited because, hey, you're, Lee, you're going to be even more excited because not only do we... No more transfers. <laughs> deadline would have passed. Deadline is passed. It's gone. We can talk about real football. Next week, we're going to be talking about Aston Villa and the Premier League season to come. And 
and the expectations. August, the games come thick and fast, two games a week. Then the Champions League draw, we've got to look forward That's to. It's all going to come so much for the first time in their history. Oh, so five points, winning the title, yeah. doing the triple. Oh, come on, talk to me, triple. <laughs> so you, you just, <laughs> Lee, I'm meant to make those mistakes yeah, here. You yeah, just yeah, leave yeah, that for yeah, me, yeah. all right? Yeah. I'm taking the pressure off, Charlie. <laughs> Cheers, mate. And that's what friends do. It's been two on two tonight. That is how Tottenham like to do it. Two in, two out. It's all Noah's Ark. This has been Last Word on Spurs. We'll see you next week. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.